You're listening to The Sideline Story, the platform for all rugby league identities to voice their journey, their sideline story. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 19 of the Sideline Story Rugby League Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Tassoni, and join with me on the panel in the cottage once again are my two favourite rugby league analysts and my two favourite people to talk rugby league with, Nicholas Guild and Ryan Clark. How are we boys? Yeah, good mate. Just uh, open up a can of refreshing Rusty Penny, still on the Pale James. Yeah, the boys. It's... um. Sounds even, hopefully it sounds good over the new mics. <laughs> I do see, Clarky, that you have a new white microphone. I do. We're all, we're all set. We're looking very professional. Guilty, how are you? Yep, excellent. Um, really good now that I've had a feed because uh, your grandmother sorted us all out. With In the cottage. With uh, uh, some crackers and cheese <laughs> and tomatoes. It's delicious. <laughs> um, as you said, Clarky... Um, I'm also on the Rusty Pennies, as is Guilty. So a shout out to our beer sponsor, Rusty Penny Brewing Co., providing us with the fresh taste of Western Sydney. May I say, these boys over in Penrith sure know how to brew a beer, so please check them out by clicking the link in our biography on Instagram, Facebook, and the timestamp description in our episodes, and please give them a follow. Boys, an exciting announcement I wanted to make before we move on to this week's episode. This Sunday at 6.30pm, we'll be releasing our first interview with West's Ashfield COO, David Walsh. Mate, it was such a good yarn with the bloke and an in-depth insight into the inner workings of clubs at the board level, particularly his experience coming from the Bulldogs during the Super League War up until the uh, you know present day where he's with uh, the West Tigers or West Ashfield at that. So... It's a two-parter because he delves into his father's sideline story, a pioneer for rugby league and revolutionising the way players trained in the 1980s when rugby league went semi-pro to professional. So don't forget to tune in this Sunday at 6.30pm. It is a must-listen. But boys, today we have a cracking episode lined up. We'll be going into Around the Grounds with the Sideline Story, which is formerly known as the Sideline Story's Hottest Topics where we delve into some United Kingdom, French and North American Rugby League. In the middle of the show, we will give our weekly in-depth NRL recap and there are still some kinks to iron out with this oh-so-confusing sin bin crackdown. The back end of the show will be our ever-popular segment, The Bunker Review, presented by Rusty Penny Brewing Company, where this week we talk about Jack DeBellin, Israel Folau and the NRL's fastest man. Today, boys, however... We will begin our episode with State of Origin. So this past Sunday and Monday saw the New South Wales and Queensland Origin camps respectively announce their squads for Game 1 of the three-game series. Now, New South Wales named their Sunday night, 1-19. The captain, as I predicted, fellas, James Tedesco, was announced today. He's their fullback. 
Debut for Brian Toto on the wing. Latrell Mitchell gets a reprise in the centres. Tommy Trebojevic in the centres. Josh Adokar on the other wing. Jerome Luai gets a debut in the number six jersey, partnered with Nathan Cleary in the halves. Daniel Saifidi and Jake Trebojevic are the props, with Damian Cook retaining his hooker jersey in the number nine. Tarek Sims in the 11 jersey with Cameron Murray and Isaiah Yao as the lock. Jack Whiten, Junior Paulo, Payne Haas and Liam Martin are on the bench. Appy Corusau, 18th man, and Campbell Graham, as we spoke about earlier, is a reserve player. Boys, we made our predictions about New South Wales at the start of June. Uh, sorry, at the start of April. And I've got to say, we're fairly close, the three of us. Some in, some outs. But the first thing I'll ask is, what do you think about the captaincy for James Desco? Is that a no-brainer? I don't think it's a no-brainer. He was always going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when I put... when the more, Every time I see him talk to a ref, I think he's not a captain. No. I'm with you on that. It's like he, does, he, doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to talk to the ref. No. So, what happened, when Boyd Courtney comes back, he's not the captain of his own club side. Mm. Anyway. Moving on to the wingers, boys. Brian Toto gets a, a debut did as... Do you, you, you fellas think that Brian Toto would get... I didn't we say both, he we both. <laughs> I think I'm the only one who picked him. Let's go back to the team. How many times do we have to say he? It's not like we I didn't know. think he was uh, good enough. I know. You thought he was good enough, but he didn't pick him. Look, look, <laughs> Clark, you had you had Whiten in your centres and Tommy Turbo on the wing, as did I. Except I had Gutho. Gutho in the centres. I think he's a little bit hard done by not to get the at least 18th man jersey. Clint Gutherson. I think he's a bit more versatile. Appy Corusau, I believe, is picked as 18th man to nip at the heels of Damien Cook. Yeah. That's what I think that's all but about. I, but I th- that, if that's the case, I think that's a bit of a silly move because name Appy as 20th man, yeah, or, nip, yeah. nip, nipping at the heels, having there at training, yeah. and have got... Because what happens, what happens if... Oh, no, and I, it goes against my point of whole, I don't pick a 14 because the players can fill in around it, but Appy can play half and hooker. Yeah, lock at a pinch. The bloke's ninety kilos ringing mm. wet. He plays two positions, arguably one. Mm. Gutho plays five eight center, wing fullback. Line. Yeah. So, going back to Brian Toto, uh, Gildy, you were correct. Your prediction was right. Not to say that we were against it. We've got to also acknowledge that. These teams were what I wanted, not what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I.e., everyone knew Tedesco is going to be the fullback. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But, you know, good on him. He, he gets the debut with uh, another Mount Druitt boy I've seen on um, our socials earlier this week in Jerome Luai, who personally, one, I think he deserves it, but secondly, he's been like... Did we all pick him? We all picked, we all him, picked Jerome Luai yeah. at six, but his form as of late is just quiet. He's not doing it's as not much. Bad. Yeah, but the reason being bad. is just because quiet. Nathan Cleary has gone out he's of gone sight. To, he's gone to another level. Well, he has. Yeah. That's correct. So he's demanding the ball more, and Lewis just playing second fiddle right now. At the start of the season, that's not what the case was, but mm. now that's definitely what it is now. And they're still winning, so why wouldn't you pick them both? Yeah. Ben Eichen's getting a lot of um, lot of heat on social media. For have you seen his comments? No. It was on 360 last night saying that... He's saying they don't have enough space. He's a bit concerned. 
he he doesn't he doesn't think the Cleary Luai combination is going to work at Origin level. He's just saying that because he's Queensland. No, that's and that's honestly why he's saying he's trying to he's trying to rock the boat when he's yeah, yeah. With, when he's with Kenty and you know the other reporters. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that he does have. It's got a valid point. It is a completely different game. Yeah, they'll have as much space as they need. He's cream, and he'll rise to the top. He's a good player. Boys, uh, Latron Mitchell and Tommy Turbo get a reprise after missing from last year's series, which was vital, in my opinion. Latron just got dropped. I know he was injured last year, but he also... And lazy. Yeah. And fat. Yeah. I think it um, gives him a bit of a uh, kick up the ass to perform again. I think it's water under the bridge for him because they're professional rugby league players. Brad Phillips is a professional coach. They're vital to the success of New South Wales. He, they're, they're both X-Factor players. Yeah. They need to be there. 100%. Yeah, everyone forgets that Latrell Mitchell's 23 years old yeah. right? because of how much he's achieved in the game. Yeah, true. Mate, he, he plays game one and injury-free will play for the next six years straight. Will play every single game. For yeah, next injury-free. Depending on what position. Yeah. Mate, he's always going to be a centre. He's never going to play fullback for New South Wales. Depending on injuries. Yeah, but they're going to have to have two fullback injuries. Yeah. And Pappenhausen as well. So yeah. I, I don't, he's going to be a centre, but he'll always be there. Yeah. It's just, it's just we're going to look, I think we're going to look back on the on him, him being dropped in 2019 and then not playing in 2020 mm. as strange because he'll end up playing 20 Origins. Yeah. True. And then arguably you got the fastest player in the game, Ado Carr, retaining his number five jersey. Ooh, fastest player. Couple. Yeah, there is. We'll talk about it later. But he was, again, in my opinion, the best player last year for New South Wales. Yeah. And he flourishes at Origin. Yeah, he started slow it. this year, but he's six tries in one game. Mm. He's picked it up. Yeah. He's scoring threes and twos, you know. Yeah. He's a freak. And they're not just fall over the line tries there. He's, he does a bit of work. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're, they're tries that only probably. Three or four players yeah, score. score. True. Just because he's so fucking quick. Yeah. The obvious selection in number seven from the start of the year was Cleary, unless he got injured or was absolute dog shit, which has been the total opposite. In the prop positions, Daniel Saifidi uh, retaining his his number eight jersey. We had to have a big game. This he did, week and he did, and he did. And yeah. a move, a movement from the lock position is uh, Jake Trebojevic into the number ten jersey. No, I don't know. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. Nah, I think that um, if he plays like he's been playing, he's not dominating. He's not a dominating He's not a dominating running forward, and I think you need another dominant. Payne Hash should be the start, other starter if he's fit. Yeah, that's, that's and only if not conjecture. Fit, Junior Paul is way, way more dominating, go-forward player. And I know he's coming off the bench. I just think that don't he's, you just, he's a lock. Don't you lick your lips, though, when you think if, if Jerbo can just... Run the like, ball? And not pass it, but just hold, but just keep it a neutral playing field, and then twenty minutes in, twenty five minutes in, you've got Paulo and Haas coming on fresh. Yeah, true. for the second part of the first so, half. Trebojevic plays big minute. I'd I'd like to know what's how they. It's going to be interesting. He's just. To see I think he's. Going to be. I think he, he's not to give myself a rap, but he's playing the way I selected him in my team. I had Jake on the bench. Playing as, as a middle forward. Playing no, playing as a prop. Playing yeah. playing twenty yeah. playing said, twenty yeah. minute stints. Yep. And he's in that four he's in that four rotation with Saifidi, um and Junior Paulo. Paulo and, and Haas. Yeah. Look, if you look at that group of players, 
that group of Fords for New South Wales, he and Tarek Sims aren't aren't dominators as far not not so far of what I've seen this year. Tarek Sims had one massive game or two massive games and has fallen off a little bit, mm. and he's only been picked because Angus Crichton's not playing. And Frizzell. But I, okay, yep, and Frizzell. Yeah. And um, Frizzell, I reckon Frizzell's in the same boat as Trebojevic, though. The, the, like we've picked them, but he needs to step up as well. I know he's injured, yep. but he needs to step up as well. What happens? So New South Wales win. Um, the Queenslanders will, and and these guys get healthy and come off um, their suspensions, mm. and New South Wales change the side because that's what they'll do. They've got to because the best players aren't playing right now. Yep. The Queenslanders will go. Oh, look at New South Wales! Oh, changing their side all the time as per usual. Blah blah blah. Mm. Freddie's got to change the side. Well, yeah, like. I'm with you on Tarek Sims. I don't know how he's a starting player. I'm, I was saying to Clarkie prior to the recording, I thought he might have been picked on the bench and due to the exclusion of Crichton and Frizzell due to suspension and injury respectively, I think they've just slotted him in there. Are there better players than him in the second row when they're out? Because Victor Radley's also seems- out. There's heaps, man. I'll go through a couple. And, yeah. and we talked about whether they're edge players or not, but yeah. these are the players that missed out. Dale Finucan. Yep. Nathan Brown. Yep. Regan Campbell-Gillard. Prop. Um, yep, but they've got um, Jake Trevojevic playing prop when he could be a back rower. Yeah. Okay. And you've also got, um, what's the young bloke from South's name who's killing it this Kill year? Killamatangi. Killamatangi. Yeah. Mm. Well, you're not wrong. Like, I'm not arguing with you. I think Tarek Sims is a bit of a... A shock selection slash bolter. Man, if he kept at least some of that form of those two guys, he had two great games. Like we know the games. Well, we, we all know here that Origin is a different beast, and the guy does play I'm, well. Yeah. I'm yeah. not annoyed at all. Yeah, I'm not annoyed with anyone who's been selected in the 17. Look, look, I think some players missed out. There's one in particular that you'll all agree with is Nathan Brown. I thought he was unlucky not to get in there just because of his aggression. Yeah, I, thought, I thought he's unlucky, but I also think. Yeah, look, he, he's either going to... He's in and around the side. I, look, when we're talking about who... If we're happy about all... I know Liam Martin got spruiked by a whole heap of ex-players and to be in the side and that. Mm. I just don't think he deserves to be in the side yet. He's not, he's not yeah, a starter at his own club. Well, he's partnered with Cameron Murray. We're all happy with that one. Yep. Because he's playing well for the Rabbits. Yep. Uh, he's, um, he's, he's the real captain on the field. <laughs> oh, Cameron Murray. Oh, that's South fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Just because you were wrong about that, and you picked Cleary as your captain. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, you're both wrong. But in saying that, <laughs> I picked Cleary because I didn't have Tedesco. No, uh, yeah. Well, there was your problem there, Nick. No, he shouldn't be there, though, mate. He's not the best fullback. Anyway, <laughs> peeling back to the number nine, we've already spoken about it. Damien Cook's there. I think Coruscant's nipping at the heels, just that little bit. He needs to perform this game, otherwise, as we spoke about uh, three episodes ago. He will get dropped if he does not perform. Played well this week for the Rabbits, but needs to solidify that position, and he's not solidifying it at the moment. In the lock position, Isaiah, Isaiah Yao. always struggle to pronounce his name because it's just so bleh. A couple of weeks ago, I said that I'd change my pick. I think he's playing great. He's playing awesome. Yeah. yeah. And he's coming. He's hitting He's hitting form. Yeah. Perfect time. He's been playing great all the way, but really good recently. Well... I'm pretty sure it was you, Clucky, that said this. One of our episodes was named after a quote you made, and the quote was, 
New South Wales need to select as many Penrith players as possible. I think mean, that was Gildy's That was point. you, Gildy. Sorry. But I had I had Yo in my team all the way back then. And Clarkie yeah. agreed with the quote. Oh. <laughs> it, 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 it makes sense because they've done that. But but in saying that, he's, he's got to be there. Like, it's not even a... None of you had, had him in your team. Did I even have him in my 7-8? You did... If I didn't... Not. I, I'm, I'm positive I said a couple of weeks ago... Yeah, you did yeah, say you a couple of weeks up. He's got to be in the team. Yeah. I think Yo, Yo to me is, he's like, when you just talk about New South Wales, because I don't want to forget anyone, but when you talk about New South Wales, there's Radley, Murray, Yo, and Nathan Brown. And Trebojevic. Oh, sorry, and Jake, and Jake Trebojevic. Yo's the... And Dale Fennigan. He's too old. Hey, mate, he still hits like a truck. I feel as though Isaiah Yo is like, the he, he's the best of... He takes... The best attributes of all of them, mm. and makes him his own. Man, and and what? and what he what he does is makes it safe. Like he doesn't, he doesn't make errors. He, there's no, but there's no errors. There's no penalties. There's no yeah, head highs. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no clinching of fists and cocking a back ready to punch. Yeah, there's none of that. Yeah. And yeah. well, look, I think he's a captain. He's yeah. a captain of his own club. Yeah. I reckon he's a really good captain. Yeah. I think. Yeah, because six Penrith players have been picked in the 18, so it's a third of the side. They've obviously gone with that idea of, you know, they're flying high, they're undefeated, let's pick as many Penrith players as we can. Okay, Radley doesn't get suspended. Mm. Does Yo start? No. You reckon they would have picked Radley? Yeah. I think Yo would would be on the bench if... If not, he'd be in that arm. Um, Mate, if they, if they, if they, if if Radley wasn't suspended and they picked Yo as a starter, I wouldn't be... I would just go, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. As long as Radley's there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Then we look at our bench. Jack Whiten, as you and I predicted, Guilty would yeah, be on I'm the bench happy, as, the, as the utility. You've picked him as your centre. So you're not happy? No, I'm happy. Oh, I, yeah. feel, I feel sorry for him because it's not his fault Canberra going shit. Yeah, and he still goes hard. Yeah. You had him as a centre, but you're obviously happy with him as a utility player. Yeah, he made his... He reminds me... He looks like what Michael Morgan was back when Michael Morgan was... A really, really good bench player at mm. rep level. And he's just big. He can just, yeah, they talk about like, you know, when Benji comes on, he doesn't have a position and all that kind of stuff. Like, Jack Whiten's big enough that he can just come in and he could just replace Yo. Yeah, true. Look, the other, Jack Whiten, he got man of the match in a losing grand final. He's a gun. The only problem I have, not with Jack Whiten, I think and he got the I, I already said four, four, what's that? And he got the Dally M last year as well. He got the Dally M last year in saying that he had a shock on origin. Mm. So why not pick Gutherson? Do you know why? Does, do you know what I mean? Like, what, what's the difference? The difference is that I think I mean, White can play in the back row, like Blackie said. I said, as bad at an Origin series he had, and I brought it up on the podcast. Um, I said it after when we lost Game Three. I said Jack White needs to play five eight in Game One next year. He has to play. <laughs> Fucking issue is. Canberra playing absolutely dog shit and Panthers are one game off the greatest start to a rugby league season in the history of Australian rugby league. So they still haven't oh, made it yet? No. I think they've they been passed it. No, 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 no. no. So, they just equaled it. No, 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 no. So the greatest start in NRL is Panthers now. Mm. The greatest start in NSW... Rugby league yeah. is mainly in 95, but the greatest ever record in Australian history is the Dragons in 59, yeah. when they oh, went undefeated. That? Undefeated. They won an undefeated grand final. The whole season. 
Yeah, well, well, they, hey, yeah. you know what? These guys could do it. Yeah. There's as long as Leota doesn't I thought I saw a thing the other, sort of. No, nah, in Australian history, nah, because the Dragons because were I saw it, it was like it. one of the things was like North's 1935. They equaled that on the weekend. Nah. No. 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 I looked it up. Yeah. Did my research. I will talk about it later as well, by the way. That's how I know. But, boys, looking at the, the rest of the, the bench for New South Wales Origin, Junior Paulo, as expected, got, got a, a jersey, along with Payne Haas, who has an injury cloud hanging over him. The, not shock, but the, the, the bolter is Liam Martin in the number 17 jersey. You said you're not happy with it. No, I just think there are a lot of better players that could have got a shot than other than him. Clarky? I love it. Yeah. Mate, we'll just it, obviously it uh, remains to be seen, but I'm happy with it at the moment. And then we've got Coruscant as the 18th man, which I think anyone below 18 is irrelevant because it's, they can pick anyone now. Yeah, it's a strong bench. Yeah, yeah it's really strong. strong bench. Bench. No one says it's a strong bench. Really strong bench. Now, boys, moving over to Queensland. Nah, I'm going. So you can you can just remain silent. You can mute your microphone actually if you like. <laughs> Guilty and I will talk uh, because you're you got. Let me just check something, Clarky. You're one to eighteen. You've got every selection wrong <laughs> because you didn't pick a team. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Refused. You know what? Actually, you got them all right because they haven't even picked a one to eighteen. Oh, so, there you go. You know, you go. <laughs> you're right. So the um, Clarky's uh, proclaimed arrogance of Queensland. The predicted lineup because they've named a twenty man squad is as follows, as according to Triple M. So. In the number one jersey, Kalen Ponga, who has an injury cloud over his head. On the wings, Valentine Holmes and Xavier Coates with Dane Gagai and Kurt Capewell in the centres. In the halves, Cameron Munster and Cherry Evans with the former being injured as well. They don't know what's going on with Cameron Munster. In the propositions, Christian Welch and Jai Arrow with Reed Marnie expected to be the starting hooker over Harry Grant who is in the number 14 position due to an injury cloud as well. Dave Fafida, Felice Kafusi, and Tino Fa'asua Malawi are in the back row slash lock positions. Did Felice Kafusi get off? No, not yet. Not yet. That's so tonight? He's, an, he's, he's got a suspension cloud over his head, and that is tonight. And then we've got, as I said, Harry Grant in the 14 jersey, along with Mo Fodawaka, Joe Offahengawi, and Jaden Sua. Who hasn't been starting for the Rabbits? No, just one game, though, right? And then AJ Brimson, game. Cohen Hess, and Kyle Felt are on the reserves. Yeah, yeah, I think it's crazy. Look, yeah. uh, look, oh, man, man, that's crazy that Javid Bowen's not in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't even make the reserves, Guilty. It's weird. Hey, I, f- I was looking he'll at a whole. Sh- he'll be a shadow player. He'll be in and around yeah. the squad. I was looking at a whole heap mm. of other centers. Mm. Do you know? I also forgot Brian Kelly. He's a Queenslander as well. Nah. Yeah, no, we're talking. Is it possible? <laughs> and Philip Semi? Yeah. Now you can play him in the centres before Jarvin Bowen. Oh, Jarvin Bowen plays good. Mate, look, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Looking at this Queensland side, their side is quality. It is. I'll tell you it what is the issue really, is. It's looking really good. Clark is giving me this smug look. This, like, is, this is the issue. Fuck yeah, but that's, what, but, that's the same look that Clark was giving. But you whoever he was talking to last year about the Queensland just, side. Just, just mute your mic. Right. <laughs> we're talking, Man. really, nice. Caelan Pong's got the biggest injury cloud over him. Yep. They asked Paul Green on 360 last night what the go is, and he pretty much said, he didn't give a straight answer, mm-hmm. but he said obviously they've got Brimson and Valentine Holmes that can cover fullback. Yep. Now, to be fair, we crucified 
Valentine Holmes at the start of the year, but he's been playing lights out. He's been playing great mm. recently. Oh, he's, yeah. And Brimson's actually got an injury quill out himself. Yeah. He pulled up a bit lame. Bruising in the bone. Bruising uh, in the... Whichever. I think it was a knee. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so there's that. Um, with regards to Munster, he indicated that he's playing. Yeah. Neil Drummers. And with regards to who's starting at hooker, he didn't say, oh, read money or... He goes... And with regards to with regards to Harry Grant, um, they were asked by someone playing for Melbourne, mm. and they said he was very close to playing last week. Yep. So I, don't, I think he's sweet, and he might very well start ahead of Reed Barney. Well, if you look at Game Three of Twenty Twenty, Harry Grant's explosiveness explosiveness off the bench for Queensland, and he's, you know, his combination with Munster oh. made that it was those two that won them the game. We were watching it together yeah, last year, yeah. oh. and I, mean, I was looking at Harry Grant and Clarkie always gives me shit for it, but he he was, bruh, he was awesome. Hey, so he's the only non-half that you froth over, mate. It's true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> he he would have played touch footy at some point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't play touch football. I play Oztag, but I, I I'm looking at that side and taking into account the choke last year of New South Wales because they choked in my opinion I know they didn't have everyone but they still should have won that 3-0 they got the worst Queensland team and they lost yeah. 2-1 Munster just absolutely Wally Lewis that though he oh. was the, I haven't seen anyone play that good in a long time he's a freak he's a, he's, the ball was on a yo-yo maybe he was still drunk during game one yeah he killed was player of the series oh, yeah. didn't even play game two yeah played a minute <laughs> look I, I'm, I'm looking at the team going it's uh, it's going to be even as fuck but I want us to make some. Hey, you can't say that bench. Who's right? That, that is dog shit. Go, pick who's, who's, in the, who's in the Queensland bench? Okay, Joe Harry, and Gow, we playing for the top. Oh, okay, that's one I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, did yeah, he yeah. get a start? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No. And, and Wayne Bennett thinks Jaden Sewell is not good enough to play first grade. Yeah, but they've done that before in Queensland and New South Wales. Yeah. I, I, I've seen Sewell a couple of in half. So interestingly, they have not picked Ben Hunt. Obviously, because they picked Marnie and yeah. Grant, so that's yeah, that's ben one. Hunt's not playing well. Corey Norman playing better than Ben Hunt right now. That's saying something. You know who's not there? Josh oh. Papali, but he's suspended. Suspended. But yeah. he's not there. So who would be out? Surely Offahengau is out oh, sure. if Papali's there. Yeah, but you know who? Lindsay Collins would also be there. Yeah, yeah, he's done. Knee's done. So, yeah. Wait, Christian. Well, I'll tell you, he played good last year. Christian Welch. He played good in the third game. Oh yeah, he killed it. Yeah, he's one of the. I reckon he's probably the best prop in the game. Well, up arguably, there. Up, up there with with Fisher Harris. Harris. Fisher Harris. Yeah, Papali. Oh yeah, sorry, he is the best. Papali was not anymore. Not anymore. But look, boys, bold predictions. Clarkie first try scorer game one. It's hard to go past the fox. Guilty. It's not really a bold prediction. It's a bold prediction. Of course it is. Um, I'm going to say Xavier Coates. I'm going to say Tommy Turbo, his first try scorer. Exact score line. Jesus. I'll start if you like. Yeah. New South Wales, 24 to 16. So they win by eight. Probably should have read the script. I would have had a score written down. <laughs> I didn't read the script either. <laughs> it's all right. Just a guess. I'm going to go... 18-12. Who? New South Wales. 
Do I always think New South Wales are going to win, even though I always know Queensland's going to win. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to pick New South Wales as well. 22-16. Okay. Well, let's move on to Around the Grounds with the Sideline Story, formerly named the Sideline Story's hottest news topics. And we'll start with the English Super League Round 8 wrap-up. Some big upsets this week, boys. Game 1, the 4th-placed Warrington Wolves defeated the 11th-placed Southford Red Devils 62-18. to Another thrashing by the hands of the Wolves in the last three weeks, who are also without Greg Inglis for the next eight weeks due to a grade two hamstring tear, boys. So he won't be wearing that number three jersey. That is an old man injury. If Didn't I've he retire? Oh. Isn't he retired? He retired from, from Australian Rugby League. Yeah, he retired and then How's he got the money back. Yeah, and then right. and now he's back. Oh, that's, Every time he comes up, I'm He's back with that the up. team that they partner with, the Rabbitohs. It's very strange. <laughs> mm. Anyway. Game two, the eighth place Leeds Riders. Right, right, what is it? He's got his head right, okay. <laughs> oh, just ask Clarkie's rap, not this Clarkie, the other Clarkie. The other Clarkie. Game two, the eighth place Leeds Rhinos defeat the seventh place Castleford Tigers 60-6. to six. The hot and cold Rhinos bounce back massively this match against a Tigers team that's lost their last four in a row. So I don't know what's going on at Castleford Tigers, but they've gone full put. They were really good at the start, and then they just went, I don't know what's going on. Game three. Stop. Do you have a team in this? Do you, do you pull a team? Do yeah, a team? I said it, I said it I last week, two weeks ago. Yours is Hull FC, right? I want Hull FC. Mine is the Catalans Dragons. Yeah, you did say that. And Clarkie. Clarkie's is? I wanted to ask you. You should have reminded me to get one because I haven't thought of one. Oh, next week, yeah. you're going to pick one. Is there right? any, is there, just out of, off the, off the bat, is there any team you sort of liked or you like players from ever or you need to think about <clears> it? Not really. It's more like with the Super League, it feels like you always kind of just follow the, follow the players rather than the... Yeah, fair enough. Mm. Yeah. If... That's what I did, Jason Smith. That's the only reason I go for Hull FC. Yeah, it's fair enough. But he went a long time ago and I still go for him. Yeah, good. Yeah. If I were you, I'd probably go for Warrington just because that they partnered oh, with actually, the Rabbits. No, it's not the design. No, yeah, yeah why well, is Warrington? Because, yeah, why Jason Clark's there? Yeah. Jason Clark is... And now Greg Inglis. NGI. But Jason Clark's mad. He's just... Yeah. South Junior marched with South to get him back in the comp when he was like 12. And mm. just a really good family guy. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Warrington Wolves. We're on here. Don't have to wait till next week. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> game three, the first place St. Helens defeat the fifth place Hull FC. Sorry. First placed St. Helens Saints defeat fifth place Hull FC 34-16. Grand final hero Jack Wellsby scored a hat-trick in this match to ensure the ladder leaders remain first. What position is he? Do we know? He's a centre. Brace of tries. No, he's got a hat-trick. Oh, what's a brace? <laughs> a brace is two. Oh. Hey, good on you. What do you remember? <laughs> last one, last one. <laughs> How's this one? A strong rumour that Canterbury forward Siona Katawa will be heading to St. Helens to link up with the coach Christian, Christian Welch, who both know each other through Tonga. Because Tong, Christian Welch is the Tongan coach. Is Katawa the Christian shit? Welch? Katawa the one you know. Christian Wolf. Yeah, Christian Wolf, sorry. Christian yeah, Wolf. Christian, Christian, Wolf. Christian Welch is in the Oregon Yeah, what did I say? Christian Welch. Christian Wolf, my bad. He's a Tongan coach right. and a St. Helens coach, and he wants Siona Katawa, the bad Bulldogs hooker. Please take him. <laughs> take him, please. Tapone was good on We'll get to it. Yeah. Tapone was really good. Yes, he was. Game four, the second-placed Catalans Dragons defeat the third-placed Wigan Warriors, 48-0. 48-0. Wigan Warriors won defeated prior to this game. Catalans beat St. Helens last week to break their winning streak. Well, sorry, their no-loss streak. And they've done it this week against Wigan. So it was a boil over in France. 
the tries that they scored made them look, made Wigan look like an amateur club. I was watching the game, forty-eight nil. Anyone undefeated? Not now. No. So there's three clubs that have lost one. Yeah. Catalans being the third club. So they've hit a peak. They're seven from eight now. Sammy Tompkins had a blinder. He scored a double. And Josh Drinkwater had a blinder. Josh Drinkwater yeah. for the Dragons. Yeah, he's, he's playing for the Catalans Dragons, yeah. And he played for, he played for St. George. St. George, right? Yeah. And Wes? Yep. yep. He had a blinder. He's a half, right? He's a half. So there was a send-off in the game. Is he allowed to drink water from North Queensland? Yeah, I think so. You'd have to. Yeah. So. Can, Scotty drink water? Yeah. yeah. You can't have anything yeah, yeah. like that. In. So there was a send-off. Zach Hardacre got sent off in the game. Um, Zach the, Hardacre? Yeah, in the final minutes. Man he, of Steel? <laughs> <laughs> Man, he headbutted Sam Tompkins. He took offence to it. And then he head like he went for him again with his head. Yeah. So Joel Tompkins... Sam Tompkins' brother, brother good as grabs well. him and just fucking one, two, crack in the head, one, two, three, just belts him. Zach Hardacre gets sent off. Joel Tompkins gets sin binned. Loved it. Yeah, I guess it's the fair. right the right call. Yeah, because he got headbutted. What like, position is Joel Tompkins play? He's coming off the bench, so I'm pretty sure he's a, a second rower. Yeah, I think he's. A, I thought he was a prop. Yeah. So their Big brothers, boy. the top. Isn't there another half who's also or a fullback who's also? Oh, a Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. but he fucking. Boone's Zach Hardacre. Yeah, right. What do you got, Clarky? Yeah, the brothers. There um, we go. That's, and, the drink, and that's the drink and, waters. And I got him. He played five first grade games in total for yeah. St. George and West. So. Oh, there you go. Look at you. The fact that, With history. I don't know. Confuse me when I know things like this. Boys, while we're still on Wigan, uh, the the rumour mill is can't going pass, out of... Can't pass an exam. But. <laughs> <laughs> You'll pass. Boys, the rumour mill's swirling that Wigan are set to sign... George Williams from Canberra. So he come from Wigan. He's set to go back. Look, the ball is in Wigan's Did court. Did you just say who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I'm with you. I, uh, he can go. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. You know, what, what? yeah, what? If George Williams went to Warrington, I need to find a new team. That's how much you take offence to him no, just, Mate, he's a sook. And Hooper said exactly what happened. He wanted to stick around in, in Australia. In his own we time. pay yeah. on, his, on his rules. Yeah. Fuck him. You know what? I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with yeah. you because he the thing I didn't like about George Williams his response to the sack to the immediate release sorry not sacking immediate release was that he agitated for months frequently I want to go I want to go I want to go at the end of the year see ya I want to go I want to go I want to go see you NT at the end of the year and they went and then his manager goes well he's not playing this week and they went we've paid $700,000 for you you're playing. He's like, nah. He's like, oh, you want to go? You said so you wanted to go. Oh, said, well, you can leave. Well, he's not playing any week then. Yeah, and See then ya. he goes, you can go now because it's so untenable for this for the club to have you here, and then you want to leave, so you can go now. And he's gone, but I wanted a player doesn't dictate. That's exactly right. Sorry, that's exactly right. Gary Belcher sounded I, like you, Clarky. Yeah, I got him. I'm with you, Clarky. I had so, to, I had to listen to a few more things, but 100. percent Belcher come out and he goes, I am a Queenslander. I had to move my family to Canberra back in the day. For eight years, he goes, I suffered from homesickness and coming back and forth. He goes, in Canberra, look after you. He goes, for you to dictate to the club how they do things. Uh-uh. Sorry, champ. Yeah. We understand. Like Canberra, we're going to give him three months. So double 
the league at the end of the year they're going to let yeah. him go back to, to as long yeah, as he because of back. COVID yeah yeah that, and that's fair enough I, I think that's a, that's that's really good by Canberra if we would have had this podcast last year it would have blown up even more about Bateman and mm. I, I don't know why because Bateman you'd think I would have been less annoyed because he actually stuck it out for the end of the year but what annoyed me with Bateman was that everyone was just frothing over all the commentators there was none of this backlash George Williams is getting all this backlash now from from James Hooper and McConnell, like, all the Fox guys. Mm. <clears throat> but John Bateman, everyone was... Hooper, Hooper, Hooper didn't like Bateman. Yeah, well, Hooper that, that was him. it. But everyone, yeah. uh, but Kenty, was, uh, Kenty was raving about him and just... I think because... the difference? John Bateman, Bateman was playing better. Bate, Bateman's mm. the premier second rower in the game at the time. That's yeah. the difference. George Williams not. And you said it the other day, I think George Williams has been playing well, but he's a failure. He's yeah. a failure in, in Australia. Another pommy failure. Anyway, another back, another back failure. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I, don't I haven't like said him at the start of the year he could be the best. Yeah, he picked he could him be the best. But oh man, I not, said that was the best halves combination in the comp. He's a failure. That's unfortunate. We'll talk about Canberra later, but they are disappointing. But we'll finish off here, boys. Game five: the sixth placed Hull Kingston Rovers defeat the twelfth placed and last placed Lay Centurions forty to sixteen. Ryan Hall scored a hat trick and Kane Lynette a brace. What's a brace, Clarky? Two tries. Yeah, the boys. Kane Lynette. Yeah. Okay. Green final winning. Scotland yeah. International, boys. Okay. Uh, they've anchored the Centurions to the bottom of the ladder with zero wins from eight. So they're like the Bulldogs, except the Bulldogs have won a game. Game six in the final game of the round. The 10th place Wakefield Trinity Wildcats defeat the 9th place Huddersfield Giants 38-12. to Wakefield grabbed their second win of the season against a hot and cold Giants outfit with Mason Linnell having a blinder. Man of the match honours for our boy Mason Linnell, ex-New Zealand Warriors player. Over to some North American Rugby League news, boys. The Super League war vibes are already brewing with the USA Hawks. So that's the international team for America. That's yeah. their side. Yeah. Those the Tomahawks. No, it's called Hawks. They got rid of Tomahawks because it's offensive. Oh, <laughs> Tomahawks is awesome. <laughs> Why can't you have a Tomahawk? It's offensive. It How is it offensive? It's offensive. It's an axe. Sorry, shouldn't it's it be, offensive. Shouldn't it be the bald eagles? Sorry, it's... that's offensive. I'm not talking about it because I'm not offended. I'm I don't American. Understand. I just don't understand how that's offensive. Anyway, so US Hawks International and New York Freedom player CJ Cortolano stated that every club that defected to the NARL from the USA Rugby League would never return to the former comp. He further stated that the NRL is far superior before a ball has even been kicked. NA. The NARL is NA, the right. comp that is a pro, pro-am. Yep. That's US, all we're on board with. Yeah. yeah. The USARL is the already established but amateur competition. And they're the whingers. They're whinging because they're sanctioned. Yeah. Right? NARL is not sanctioned at the moment. Yep. They want to come to some sort of compromise, but the players that have gone to the NARL are just like, we're getting paid. Yeah. So it's better. Yep. Who knows, right? But the USA Rugby League return serve. They stated their belief. They believe the NAR the NARL won't be able to begin until 2022 altogether, due to financial troubles that they have heard from a source. So they're just saying this shit. <laughs> it's a propaganda. I'm telling you, it's super legal. It's starting. It's starting. The NAR the NARL posted on their social media that sponsors have already been lined up and will be announced prior to the inaugural season kicking off on June 19, which will happen. So, until June 19, boys, apparently it's off. Like we, as a reminder, Eastern Conference and Canada are still going ahead. 
Do you, want, do you want to know who my team is? I do want to know because Clarkie, Cleveland, myself, New York Freedom, I'm so interested. I've, and I've got a stat as well. Are you ready? Go. My team is the Brooklyn Kings. Ooh. The reason I picked the Brooklyn Kings is because they're blue and yellow. Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, fair right. enough. And my stat yep. is this. They began in 2014. Yeah. That's all I've got. <laughs> That's all I know about them. In that year, the Eels came last. I don't know anything about them. <laughs> Pretty sure you came last that year. Uh, um, you're freedom, aren't you? So you've got a bit of a rivalry going here. Yeah. Over the bridge, mate. The Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> if I'm splitting up, I'm going for Toronto Wolfpack for Canada as well. I love Toronto. But it's New York Freedom, boys. We're on here. We're on. But, boys, let's get into the Sideline Stories Round 12 NRL Recap. Tips for this week. Guilty, four. Oh, I picked Canberra. No, sorry. Clarkie got four and you got... No, sorry. You got four and Clarkie got five. Uh, and I got four with you. Uh, Who'd you pick? Um, I I got one up on you guys. I picked North Queensland and you guys both picked Auckland. Yep. Sorry. The New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but I also picked Canberra. I picked Canberra oh, over, no, right. and you know what? Um, I hope you I, I Walker. Like, Walker didn't play, and I went, "Oh, I'm good here." I thought you were going to pick the Broncos over Storm too. I was hoping you, you did. I was close. I was close. Yeah. Look, that puts yourself back and Clarky at 68, yeah. and I'm on 65. What? That was a hard. That was a hard week. Oh, it was fucking annoying. Yeah. Para got pumped. Titans got pumped. Manly got pumped. Warriors got nothing. Get pumped. They just lost by one, but still, but. Boys, quickly, another issue with uh, the Simbing crackdown. I feel as though this week being the third week since that edict, the can NRL we, kind of listened we, to you, Clarky. Can we not talk about it? This no, week? it's going to be quick. There's one, there's one thing I want to say. It's going to be quick. But look, I thought they they listened to you. They listened to the podcast, obviously. And they blew penalties and placed players on report more so than using the sin bin. The drama was an obvious problem is that... The NRL has made the crackdown even more consistent and even more confusing. Inconsistent. inconsistent. Sorry, inconsistent and more confusing by not utilising the sin bin as they okay, claim I, they I, would. I, I want to say, I, I watched... The last game was the most interesting, right? Which game? So Manly, Manly versus Newcastle. Newcastle. Okay. So, first of all, Des Hasler jumping up and down saying that, that um, Newcastle got a leg up. Absolute bullshit. If they went by the penalties that they've done by previously, Manly should have had about three players sent off, mm-hmm. right? Now, there was one issue where um, we we spoke about we spoke about this throughout the weekend, and Dan said something that I I thought back on, mm-hmm. and what it was was he said I like the way they've gone. They haven't just sent people off. They're using the penalty more, right? They're using a bit more common sense. So I look back on it and I said, okay, I'll watch this game like that. Mm-hmm. And because you said that, I went, okay, you know what? That's fair enough. They are using the penalty right. They are using the penalty correctly. But then they didn't. Then they sent to power off. Oh, they went back three, four plays. They did that stupid thing that they did. And so done. they did something that they didn't do. They- what, which was the most annoying thing from Magic Round. The whole yeah. going back thing. This thing that they created three rounds ago is let's go back. So, so you either thing play it like there's three rounds ago, or you play it like you're doing it now. You don't go, oh, we're going to do a bit of this and a bit of that. It's, it's we'll, take, we'll take a bit. We'll take the worst part of the of the worst idea oh, yeah. and keep that going. Well, seriously, like, well, like, like, 
they, they, they started to do what you said. Mm. Use common sense, which I agreed with, and now you're on board with, right? But then they're going, they're skewing from that and going, let's go back four plays, and oh my God. Saifidi, who ran at Tapao and barged over him. And Tapao fell over. Tapao falls over. Tapao gets Sinbin. <laughs> And then they've got one. He did make contact. He to, did make contact, but there was about four other contacts with the head. That Tavita did Funa. Tavita Funa. There's a. There's. there's yep. I know one you're talking about. Did you see this one? Tavita Funa. There's a ball kicked up, and the fullback for, yeah. for Newcastle's looking up. Tavita Funa Toa. has eyes. Stafford Toa. Yeah. Tavita Funa has eyes on Stafford Toa only. Stafford Toa jumps up and he goes butsa, swinging arm to the head. He he, he gets knocked in the air and he falls on his fucking back and head. Right, mm. and he goes. Come here, and I'm like, oh, he's got to go. He's got to go, and yeah. then nah, it's on the court. And then Andrew Johns, the fucking dinosaur. Yeah, that's uh, that's right. Yeah, we don't want to see sin bins. He's a fucking dinosaur because the bloke's like sin bins shouldn't be in the game. It's like one, you're a fucking idiot. Two, they need to be there if they're dealt with accordingly. You can't blanket it with black and white. We've established that, but <laughs> fuck me, dead pick. Pick, Why what? <laughs> but pick some fucking, have some fucking common sense and pick which ones. Like Trent Robinson's grade, uh, like you know, if it's reportable or penalty, you know, it's it's a grade one. Yeah. It's grade one, and if it's a sin being grade two, yeah. send off. Just do that. Whatever. The only thing I like about the crackdown that they're fucking nailing is professional fouls. They're nailing them. Three set restarts in a row, someone goes. Yeah, I, I still... No, that, that's you, can't, you can't have both, though, man. That's the thing. What? I don't think you can have... Because like, it's come up, right? So the reason... There's, you know, there's a player association who got a bit aggro about... Um, Valandis. Valandis. Which, is, which is also... You know, I understand he's losing support. Okay. But, like, that's a joke because he look, saved... Look, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not agreeing with the players association. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, though, that... Um, look... Fickle bunch. When you when you when you speed the game up as much as you you have, mm. and then you throw this in as well. Oh yeah, it makes it a drama. Yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? They they try to bite off more than they can chew. I think the I think they did the two. They did they made the two new. They made one rule last year. They brought in one rule at the start of this year. Yeah. Man, they didn't need both those rules to be mm-hmm. there. Like you can have a penalty. Yeah, you can. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. The crackdown as well as a six again is a work in progress that they need to get sorted yeah. really fucking quickly. But we'll move it on, boys. Two, round 12. Game one, the second place Melbourne Storm defeat the 15th place Brisbane Broncos, 40-12. to 12. So Melbourne win their ninth game in a row, being the first team ever to win nine straight games by 13-plus. And this is also the seventh game this season the club has scored 40 points or more. For the Storm, Jerome Hughes returned, partnered with Cooper Johns, with the club still missing Harry Grant, Cameron Munster and Ryan Pappenhausen, as well as Christian Welch due to a minor knee injury. For the Broncos, no Matt Lodge sees the debut of T.U. Rabadi. Milford was given his third chance in the halves alongside Albert Kelly to replace the suspended Tyson Gamble. England discard Herbie Farnworth also returned to the centres. Boys, I thought the Broncos looked solid in the opening exchanges of the match, maybe the first 20 and then they let the floodgates open. No, it was around... close to 30. It was close yeah, to around the, Yeah, sorry, 30. around the 30-minute mark is when they yep. let the floodgates open. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you, like, yeah, Melbourne are quite... Like, it doesn't matter who they've got playing. Like, I mean, Harry Grant's not playing. I mean, we know Brandon Smith's a gun player anyway, but he steps up. Um, they've got no Pappenhausen. Mm-hmm. They've got no Slater. They've got no Drinkwater. 
Hod, Hod steps up. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. just doesn't matter. They just got this. They got the right um the right culture. He's a you minor club. bunny. Do you know that? He's a he's a you minor bunny. What's that junior? Uh, the the junior Central club? Coast. Central like, Coast. Oh. Why didn't a, a Sydney team pick him up? It's Roosters, is it not? Central Coast. They've yeah, got, someone. I'm assuming has been for a while. Yeah, and yeah. how old he is. Mm. Oh, I named all those fullbacks. Jerome Hughes isn't playing fullback, and he was playing fullback at one point. And he's killing it. It doesn't matter who. They're, they're just playing really well right now. And I don't know how much better they'll play when those other two, three players come back. I mean, arguably those four players that are out are their best four players. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Any like, other team's best four players are out, they're well, not going to be winning by 40. Like I said, Christian Walsh, I think, is probably the second best prop in the, in the game, next to JFH, because you... Fisher Harris, because you boys pointed that out, which is correct. He's probably the best. Um, and they won forty to twelve without them. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. Um, no lodge, no lodge for Brisbane. I know he's not that caliber player, but he's been playing really well. Mm. Yeah. Anthony Milford's account. Oh, he's His account. His account was pulling his hair out. He's like. Mate, you're not going to be getting paid next year if you keep playing like but this. But I want 500 or 600,000. Did, did you see one pass he passed just straight into the dirt? Off dummy half, picked it up it's just, and threw it in the dirt. Mate, he needs to go to another club. Apparently Canberra want him. Everyone's like, it's all... Oh, Canberra want him. If Canberra take him back, that's horrible. Yeah, well, the way they're looking, yeah. <sighs> did you... Because one of the... They're talking about now moving Jack one to half. Move him to half? That's the biggest halfback ever. I don't know, Okay. Actually, it's not Ben Duckworth was a 110 kilo halfback. But anyway, who's that? Ben Duckworth played for the Tigers. Anyway, Balmain the men. I think he was there for oh, early the 2000s. Yeah, right. Oh. Yes. See, I wasn't there. You weren't alive. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you were 40 in the <laughs> Whatever, dickhead. Boys, look at the next week. There's not much to say about this game. There was an annihilation. The Broncos have the Dragons. At Cogra, uh, and the Storm have the Titans at Sunshine Coast Stadium, which is their, you know, second home away from uh, home. Storm is still going to win. Bold prediction. Go. Storm. Bold prediction for the Broncos-Dragons game. Broncos. Dufty back? Just, yes, he is. He is. No, Dufty's back. Ooh. I'm going Dragons. Yeah, sorry. Man, he's a fucking game I'm changing game. my mind. Dragons. Yeah, look, I'm going Dragons. They're, yeah, Dragons. Yeah. Oh, you know who's back for the Dragons? Jack DeVellin. Is he stuck? Is he He's playing this week. Mm. Oh, he's named. He's mm. 17 on the bench. Mm. <laughs> he's, looking, he's looking fit too. Mm. Mate, what's he been doing? he's been doing is training. What's he been doing for two and a half uh, years? <clears throat> this is a story of... This is a, I've got um, my wife's auntie, huge dragon supporter. And it could just be one of those, you know, it could just be bullshit story. A friend of hers, one of those, one of those people who go to like the training sessions... Yeah. Went to an a ap- belter. <laughs> <laughs> went to a pre-season opposed session between reserve grade and first grade, and Jack DeBellin was playing reserve grade, playing reserve grade as a five eight, just filling in there. Killed it. Ran rings through the first grade squad at a f- at five eight. Mate, like you said a couple of weeks ago, he be, he would be in the Australian lock by now. Yeah. On that He's another one. There you go. There's another Australian possible lock. If he comes back anywhere near, he, I don't think he will, but it might take him a couple of years and he might have passed his use-by date by then. But I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, 17. And then you've got... Uh, Who's Duffy? the current lock? Why isn't he starting? Oh, maybe just to ease him into the just game. Whack him in there. Got to ease him. Whack him in. You've got um, Jack Bird playing second row as well. 
And uh, for the Broncos, Milford's been dropped for a fourth time. So, <laughs> you know what they call him? Who? The yo-yo. Who, Milford? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's awesome. Boys, look, I'm on, I'm on Dragons here. Uh, I think Jack DeBellin's going to pump him up a bit. Storm Titans game, boys. Even though Addo Carr, Felice Kafusi, Harry Grant, Pappenhausen, and who's the other one? Munster are out, and Christian Welch. I'm still going to pick him because the Titans have Dave Fafida, Mo Fodawaka, Tena Fa'asul Malawi, AJ Brimson out. As well and, as Bo Fermi. And Bo Fermi, yeah. Look, Sunshine Coast is their second home away from home. Melbourne? Yeah. I'm picking them. Yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking Melbourne. Mate, listen. L- <coughs> you still got Kamakamika on the bench. Still got Dalfanuk and Kenny Bromwich, Nelson, The Cheese, Bromwich, Hughes, Ollam, Smith, Jennings, Hines. Yeah. Mate, it's a first grade sign of any others. It's, yeah. a, it's a decent first grade sign yeah. without those guys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Guilty. Three, two, ones. So we go to the uh, three, two, ones. We have Brandon Smith killed it. Three. Nico Hines, two. And Hughes got one. Moving on to game seven, boys. We have the seventh placed Cowboy, North Queensland Cowboys defeating the ninth placed New Zealand Warriors, 29 to 28. That's New Zealand Warriors, Guilty. New Zealand Warriors, 29 to 28. Out of Auckland. <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple momentum switches in this one, boys. Cowboys were up twenty-two to six. The Warriors recover to go up twenty-eight to twenty-two, and then the Cowboys snatch victory in the last five minutes, scoring a try, and then Holmes gets a field goal in the last minute. For the Cowboys, Cohen Hess and the Hammer made returns from injury with Tomalolo and Lachlan Burr out suspended. Hylam Lukey retained his spot after debuting last week. For the Warriors. No major changes with Reese Walsh in the fullback role, RTS on the wing, and Josh Curran still out with an elbow injury. Boys, the Cowboys started their season zero from four and have now won six of their past eight matches. They haven't played superstar teams, though. It's true. But I did say, I'm not going to take credit here, but I think Peyton's a really good coach, and I think they're jumping on board. And on top of that, even though they're losing him next year, Clifford's playing pretty good at halfback. Mate, I think he's gone, he's gone now. He's gone now. He's, he's gone, gone now. He's yeah. left. Like now. He's at the Knights. He's at the Knights. So he won't play another game for North Queensland. No, he played. Like, he played this week. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. He, did. he played Cowboys. He, yeah, yeah. he played. He yeah. was. He was with the Newcastle team the next day. Then. Was, well, if he was, <laughs> yeah. he was. But Tom, Tom Dean. Tom Dean's gone. Yeah, Dean's gone. I saw that. But so Dean is now up there now. Yeah. Clifford was when the Knights were running out on Sunday. I he saw was there. someone circle that. I wasn't hundred percent sure yeah. because I yeah, did, he definitely played and he played well. No, no, Clifford played well. I don't rate him at all. But he played well. I don't rate. I do not rate him at all. And this whole they're bringing him in as like a I transition transition out of Mitchell Pierce. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's gone. Cool. Yeah, there you go. That's the end of that conversation. <laughs> now, um, uh, other players are. He, he, I, hasn't, I he hasn't bought in Gildy. No, he obviously didn't. But we did because he played well in that last game. But, um, mate, I thought uh, that Lukey, he's going to be a future rep. If he's a Queenslander or a New Zealander, he's a future rep. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. He's awesome. And um, I reckon Hammer, Hammer So, he'd be knocking down the door of fastest player. Him yeah. versus Saab versus we will, the we Fox. Will, we will talk about it. Yeah. We will, I'll bring up 10 names for you. Oh, good. I like that. And we'll have a go. But, yeah, look, boys, like I said, 
topsy-turvy match. I thought the Warriors were going to clinch it, but typical Warriors fashion, they play in patches and let it go in the last five minutes. Right, that that um field goal. Oh, it was nearly forty meters. It was thirty-nine point. Well, it but it was at, at peak. But it wasn't over just. The top. Well, I don't think it was just the distance. It was just the perfection. Yeah, it was everything about it. He would have hit that from sixty meters. Mm-hmm. If he would have hit it from twenty, I think it would have looked just as. Sweet. Nearly got a two-point field goal. That's what I'm saying. Like thirty-nine. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that rule. Meters. Yeah. From a two-point field goal. Reynolds went for one in the power game, at the end of the second half. Yeah, Yeah, look, boys, I've got nothing much to say about this game uh, other than the fact that it was just topsy turvy. Mate, uh, I thought Valentine Holmes played well, but Walsh, obviously, we're going to go through the numbers, but Walsh, that try down the sideline, he's so explosive, but his defence is shit. I have, um, have, we got a a message on um, our socials about the commentary around Reese Walsh. So they're like, Fox Sports are just jumping on him like he's a superstar, but they don't talk about his flaws. You know who did? Nathan Brown, his coach did. Yeah. In a press conference after they won, which was last week against the Tigers, 30-26. He, he just goes, hey, you, all you do is talk about how good he is. Why don't you talk about what, what he's doing wrong? Because he's 18 years old and he's played yeah. his what fourth game, fifth game. Uh, your boy, Lukey, born in Cairns. Ah. So he's a local junior. I think you'd say for North Queensland. Awesome. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a gun. Boys, there's no games next week for either of these clubs. Yep. So we'll get straight into 3 2 1s. Yep. 3 2 1s. Val Holmes, 3. Walsh, 2. And Robson, he's starting to come on as the next New South Wales half, I reckon. Reese Robson? Yep. Mate, Dragons has got rocks in their heads. I think, I think because, yeah, Hooker. I think, obviously, because they had McInnes there, they were like, oh, you can go. We've got McInnes. This is the Dragons. Mm. And then. Robson's like, I'm not getting a start. I'm going to go. I wish the dogs bought Reese Robson. Good player. He's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah. Moving on to game three, boys. The 13th place West Tigers defeat the 8th place St. George Illawarra Dragons 34-18. to The Tigers defeat the Dragons for the second time this season. For the Tigers, James Roberts returned after a four-week pectoral injury layoff with Joey Lailua dropped. For the Dragons, Tarek Sims returned from suspension in place of Josh Kerr, who missed this week due to suspension. Max Fierguy was replaced by Willie Army due to a calf injury, which also saw the return of Jared Beal in the centres. Man, the Tigers were just on fire in that period and just went, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> like just try, 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 try. You know who played pretty good? Brooks played pretty good this game. Yeah? Yeah, he did. He played yeah. as good as Clifford played for Newcastle. You talk about, a, talk about someone else who we liked, well, that we bagged out is um, I gave it to Tommy Teller last week. Oh, yeah. absolutely gave it to him. Yeah. Killed it. Yeah. He's, yeah. Absolutely. He's not a winger. He's a center. Just, it's like Madge. Right? Uh, Either pick him in the centers or put him in reserve grade. You yeah. can't put him on the wing anymore. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not fast enough anyway. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't making slow errors the week before. He was just dropping the ball. Yeah. But um, no, he killed it. Mate, um, Mate, I was watching that game with our um, loyal <laughs> listener and fanatical St. George Dragons fan, E.T., that boy. Mate, he, he kept walking in and out. He kept <laughs> that guy. He kept walking in and out of the room. Just like fuck these can't see words. You know, like they, they, were just, <laughs> they were just awful to watch. The Tigers were real good to watch. I'm not taking anything away from the Tigers. You can't take anything away. The, from dra- the, the Dragons come good with too little, too late sort of stuff. Yeah. Like you know, Corey Norman decided to turn it on with 20. Oh minutes mate, to go. he was so bad. Early, you know what, Ben at the, Hunt, end, at the end, he played all right. I was watching Ben Hunt. You know what he was doing? 
He was waiting for Ben Let's Hunt. get to the line. Let's get know. to like our try line and throw a four-man cutout. Intercept. Let's get to the try line, and I'm going to throw from my distance to you, Guilty, which right now for the listeners is about, what, 60 centimetres? And he'll throw this bullet pass at him. 30, 30 centimetres. <laughs> <laughs> and, you want to be close? Yeah, and, right. and then, like, like the, the bloke, you're a halfback that played Origin. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he played for Australia, Ben Hunt. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? You led your club to it. You and Milford <laughs> led your club to a grand final that you probably should have won. I, re- I retain, in 2015, Ben Hunt was the best player He in the was comp. awesome. And he's just not playing good. Nah. Mate, let's talk about some positives, though. Mate, yep. Dane Laurie. Oh, yeah, freak. He, would, he he be playing is, if he, would he be playing if he's still at Penrith? No. Mate, according to the... It's interesting you bring that up. Another awesome segue, Gilly. Um, <laughs> I was having a flick at halftime through the um, Panthers forums. And, yeah. mate, they were asking, like... Should we have let him go? Like he, so would they be saying there could be the? Be I, the know I know he's injured. I know he's injured. Edwards is playing awesome, man. But, but he was injured. This I know but he's been but injured. Those games that Dane Laurie produces, those games this early on in his, in his he's career, be better. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> mate, that's a, a, a mate, massive pickup. I'm not agreeing with that. And and they weren't, and people weren't exactly, people weren't exactly saying. We should have fucking kept him. That was it. Was kind should of more. We? It was kind of more. Should you know okay. why? You know why they're saying should we? Because they've got a they've got a nursery full of guns. I'll tell you why they didn't need to. Because they got Charlie Staines, who's a fullback. They got Crichton, who is banked as a fullback. Staines is a fullback, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, Staines won um, Player of the Year in reserve grade competition as a fullback. Mm. We can tell he's a. You can tell he's a fullback. He's yeah. six games into his NRL career, and he. Chimes in it scored about yeah, yeah. roughly eighty tries and six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, um, I love Dane Laurie. I think uh, his purchase was a masterstroke from the Tigers to get him early, um, and it's lucky that they agitated for it because that'd probably be last. Oh, second last. The Bulldogs are last. Second last to the Dogs. Looking at next week's games, boys. The Dragons have the Broncos at Cogra. We already spoke about that. The Tigers have the Panthers at Leichhardt Oval. Now, the Pan- Panthers have a lot of people six. A lot of people. Six out for New South Wales. Have they got anyone playing for Queensland? Yep. Capewell. Kirk Capewell, yeah. So that's Mo- seven. Moses Leota's also out. Due to suspension, because he probably should have been sent off during that, and we'll speak about that soon, but Mate, during that game against ha- the Dogs. Ha- and, have, a, have a go at this back line. This is for Penrith? There you go. Dylan Edwards, yep. Charlie Staines, mm-hmm. Stephen Crichton, Paul Momorowski, Robert Jennings, Matt Burton, Tyra May. Seriously. Wait, 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 wait. There's a Ford pack. Spencer Lenio, Mitch Kenny, James Fisher Harris, Philly Army Kickow, Scott Sorensen, Matt Eisenhut. Are you fucking serious? What does the Tigers look like? Because the, the, the same. same. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm going to State of Origin, mate. Bold prediction. <clears throat> oh, you know what? You can't you, you call said, You said Tigers. Burton. You said Burton, and it's exciting for anyone that's a Bulldog supporter. It's me. So, yeah. You look, can't. You, nah. I'm picking Penrith. Yeah. I'm picking I'm Penrith. I, think, I thought he was about to call play the Tigers. Oh, yeah. I was about to, and then I and he said Burton, and I was like, and Tyron May's still a good player. So. Guilty, three, two, ones. Three, two, ones. Dane Laurie, three. Alex Twole did a shitload of work. He got a two, and Lalua's still dangerous on that left edge. He got a one. Beautiful. Game four, boys. The first placed Penrith Panthers defeat the 16th and last placed Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 30 to 4. Can you tell us the stat, please? <laughs> it's coming. You ready? 
The Panthers continue their impressive start to the season with their win streak extending to an NRL record 12 from 12 to start the season. The record started when they got 10, by the way. Manly, in the 1995 New South Wales Rugby League season, were better. They got 15 to start the season. So what are they? 12. Penrith's 12. Yep. The best, like I said earlier, were the undefeated St. George Dragons in 1959 when they went undefeated for the entire season. So that's Australian history. No origin, though. And that's the difference. Yeah, probably. For the Panthers, against so what, the Bulldogs. So what year was that, sorry? 1959. No, that's... that's they only played 10 games. Well, was, well, they were undefeated for 10 yeah, games. Yeah, 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 but it's only... Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the where I've... Oh, obviously, what right I've right. seen... So you're saying in a row? In a row. Well, then it, the it would be Manly, then, because they're 15. It is Manly. Yeah. But I thought there were... Yeah, okay. Okay, sorry. My, that's my bad. St. So George went undefeated, but it was 10 games. Okay, righto. 10 glorious games. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. They're still, oh, okay, they've still got a few to go. So, yep. they just equaled South. The 1925 South. Oh, there you go. Yeah, righto. Because, yeah, the Panthers played record... more games back then. In 1925 mm. than 59. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit crazy, Weird. isn't it? But, yeah, the, the NRL record is Penrith with 12. Yep. That's what I'm getting at. So, come back to the Panthers-Dogs game. Kurt Capewell and Dylan Edwards missed out due to suspension and injury, respectively, with Moses Leota returning to the side. For the Bulldogs, Bradley Dietz started at hooker with Jackson Tapine returning to the bench with Katoa out suspended. Hopefully he stays out. Hetherington and Jackson returned to the team after a long layoff each. Boys? Oh, so I did, sorry, I didn't... Obviously not being a Bulldogs aficionado. Mm. Who's the dude with the curly hair and the tats on his legs? Jackson that, Depine. That's Depine. That's Depine. Okay. He had a good game. He yeah. come on the bench because Bradley Dees did his hammy. So okay. he come on in hooker, but he can play anywhere and he's just re-signed and he loves the club and I love him. So Penrith... That's one cried when he made his debut. Yeah. Uh, the Panthers are on track to scoring the highest average of points per game. They're currently sitting at 33 which is 0.5 better than the Eels of 2001. So Paris scored 943 points in total that season. Gildy's just shaking his head. Um, The Panthers' defence is equally as amazing. They concede 7.3 points per match on average. It's crazy. Nathan Cleary is also on track to becoming the third player in history to score 300 points in a season. Next to Hazem El Masri in 04 and Brett Hodgson in 05. What's the record? We know Hazem's on 345. Oh, we, wow. We know what those players did in those years. Both won grand finals. Yeah. So, Cleary is currently on 146 points. You know what you're going to do? Mm. Take Cleary out. <laughs> do a Terry Lamb on Ellery yeah, Hanley. That's it. In, um, Ellery Hanley and Terry Lamb, yep. yep. Mate, the dogs played really well. Like really, yeah, really well. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, like they, they probably beat a couple of other teams. You know what? They couldn't mm. score points. That's the drama. The the difference yeah, against the best defensive. But they kept them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The difference with the way they played was they stuck to a game plan. They were playing their game. They were getting those set restarts with you know like dropouts. They were using their forward pack properly. They weren't one dimensional. They were throwing the ball around a bit more. Do you know who the difference was? Mm. Josh yeah. Jackson come back, and he just makes. 
them that much stauncher. Yeah, yeah it's a massive inclusion. We haven't had him yeah. since round yeah. two. So, look, they're still anchored to the bottom of the ladder. They've only won one game this year. It's round 12. They've won one game from 12, from 12 matches. Mate, um, Leota should have been sent. Oh, yeah. 100%. That was really bad. Yeah, it was. Really bad. Right at the end of the game. And he's obviously, he's obviously not playing next week. No, he's suspended. He's been suspended. Yeah. Um, and the dead set, that thing with Toe, where... What's the oh, what's the young second row's name? Oh, my gosh. Um, who, for the dogs? For the dogs. Adam Who Elliot. apparently bumped... Was Elliot, was it? No, it was Matt nah, Dury that bumped. Dury. So Matt Dury. Well, that Dury was the penalty, wasn't it? Yeah, so what happened was... What a joke. The, he barely touched him. So what happened was the refs gave a penalty to the Bulldogs. Yep. Because um, Adam Elliott was getting held off the ball from Toto, and yep. then the the Panthers said, "No, no, we want to, we want a captain's challenge, the kick chase." Yep. And but what, what, what were they challenging that Toto didn't that, do that? No, no, that that they challenged that Luai was taken off the ball. Okay. Matt Jury's looking at the ball, not looking at Luai. He looks at Luai just to like make sure he doesn't hit him. Puts a hand on him. Luai doesn't even like. Get bummed out of place or whatever. Do you know what? Lua wasn't even running hard for the ball, mate. It was he a was joke. he was just sort of jogging back. That got them. That, that that could have been the difference because it was ten nil at that point and it happened mate, at the start of the second when half. When I saw it, oh, when I saw it, you didn't f- understand what was going. Well, on. Well, I didn't understand what was going on, and I'm like, neither did I. Is that a? It's an escort. Oh, oh. they've they're penalising Lua for an escort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was the opposite. It was the other way around. Yeah, and yeah. then they got to kick it down yeah, the field instead uh, of us getting a you know instead of us getting a sin beat. Which was, I would have been it was, it was so wrong. It was wrong on like three different yeah. levels. Why do Penrith need a leg up like that? Like I, seriously, the dogs need a leg up. We're not giving leg ups, but why Penrith? You know, crazy. Made no sense. Anyway, I don't know. But anyway, the dogs were in it for sixty minutes. I like the look of Dury. Yeah, he's good. He's just re-signed as well. The dogs look good for 60 minutes. Then they, they, they buckled the last 20. I like the center. What's his name? Adder, uh, Aaron Schwoopies. Schwoops. He's There was two mistakes that led to tries on his behalf. Yeah, but he's young. But yeah, that's right. It's his second game. So, mate, look. Can I'll, you play fullback though? That's the only question. Nah, shut up. Some more positive news for the Bulldogs. Their Canterbury res, uh, reserve grade team, which is now Mounties, defeated Penrith and broke their their winning streak oh, in the World's Cup. So Mounties, oh, really? Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's looking good. Well, those Penrith boys coming up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But boys, looking at next week, the Panthers have the Tigers at Leichhardt. We've already spoken about that. Panthers are still going to win because they have a first-grade reserve team. Oh, the dogs got? Uh, the dogs are off. Oh. They've got to buy. We don't need to talk about that. Because so, so, you know what that was going to be? Reserve grade? What? It was going to be undefeated West versus undefeated Panthers at Lidcombe. Because, mm. yeah, um, yeah, I was going, but then... Got a five-year-old's birthday party together. <laughs> Very important. Thanks, Varga. <laughs> Guilty, three, two, ones. Fisher Harris, amazing amount of yards. Um, Crichton went for 300 at fullback. And uh, Momoroski comes in as the first string centre. Comes yeah. in and still kills it. Yeah. It's crazy, eh? Why did they get rid of him, the Tigers? Mm. Boys, this is the reason why Guilty is wearing... A retro Rabbitohs jumper. Game five, the fourth place South Sydney Rabbitohs defeat the third placed Parramatta Eels, thirty-eight to twenty. A double hat trick from Johnston and Gagai sees the Rabbitohs pump the Eels' right edge of Jacob Arthur, Tom Opacich, and Blake Ferguson. Like we said, Clarkie is victorious for the second time with the jersey bets. Sixty percent of our followers 
voted for the Rabbitohs to win in our bunker review. Of course they did. Mate, coming off a 50-point drubbing, I was like... It's a great recovery. God, I was... Going into it, I was like super confident. And then just before kickoff, it must have even been after kickoff, so it would have been a live bet. I'm like, five bucks in the sports bet account, 13 plus. Never looked like... Never looked in danger, that bet. How much you win? Seventeen fifty or something. Oh. <laughs> That's alright. Yeah. Fair enough. It stays in the sports better account for later. <laughs> I don't even know how to take it out anyway. <laughs> yeah, so fair just... enough. Look, the Rabbitohs had uh, Cameron Murray return from injury with Jaden Seward dropped to eighteenth man. Josh Mansour was out due to concussion and replaced by Tarn Milne. For the Eels, no RCG with Nakora returning to the bench after a two week suspension. Also no um no five eight. Yeah, Dylan Brown was still out. We're missing him. Yeah, we're missing, missing him, Gildy. But not only that, look, I'll say a couple of things, right? First of all, why are they persisting with not putting their Cora straight back in the centres? Oh. Because he's staunch up that right-hand side. I can guarantee you they don't score six tries. They might score four. They don't score six, mm. right? They keep going with Wonga Blake. I don't understand that. Um, the other thing I was a bit dirty on in this game, look, South, was, South I, I was Parramatta biased, but South were the better team. But why would Madison get sent off? Oh, when they went back again. Again, for, for when they went plays. back. Yep. Crap, crap, like, crap, crap. Look, crap. the shoulder was high. Do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, but, but I mean, they've there, missed there's, it. Been, there's been, not just that, there's been shoulders high in all these games. And they've, they've like, uh, yeah. there's been forearms in heads. That's what that's what the problem is. Oh, yeah. There's inconsistency. Yep. Clarky, what do you think? <laughs> that... That left edge, and I think the commentators were saying it as well. It's like everyone knows it's coming. The left edge for rabbits. Yeah, yeah. Just they would have watched tape ad nauseum during the week. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. This is what they're going to do. Mm. This is what we're going to do. Yep. And it's like it's like there's a spell where they just can't do anything. Yeah. Oh man, I just think it was just. They don't. They don't trust the player. And you're right. We miss. But it's not. It's not, we just do it to Parramatta. Like we we do it to, we do it to thirteen or fourteen teams. Yeah, but every team's left edge is awesome, man. That's the that's the side you're passing to. Yeah, right, oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. I, I get you know that, I mean? but that's. Yeah, and they're good. Yeah. They're good. I don't, I just don't think that they're scoring that many points up against. If Wonga Blake's, well, like, I know Wonga Blake was on the left. They moved him because they're trying to hide him. But Opacic isn't the answer to stop a stem of tries like that. Opacic doesn't have the speed that Gagai or Johnson have. Mm-hmm. And and let's face it, um, Blake isn't um, he's not confident enough. He just comes in, he just he, he refuses to stay out wide. Mm. Right, apparently they had him penciled in for origin. So we go. Until that game. He's not even Mate, when he's playing with Neocora, so. when, when he's playing with Neocora, he's great. He he's stays not, out. He's not playing with Neocora at origin level. No, I know. He's playing with something <laughs> better. <laughs> I shouldn't be talking about him at all. But um, mate, Mark Nichols for his eleven minute stint mm. was on track to be the best player on the field till he got HIA'd. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that there's not much to say. Gagai, Johnson, yeah. Latrell, Cody, better team one. They were huge. Looking to next week, uh, the Eels are playing the Knights in Newcastle. That's are you worried? Not about that game, but just in just out of curiosity well, in general. Two in the trot for the only Eels only team. because they're not playing the players that they're meant to play in the right positions. They put near Cora like. Mate, we beat we beat Melbourne, we beat Melbourne with Neocora on the right on the right edge. Yeah. You have him. In, you have Newcastle in Newcastle next week. Yep. Guilty. 
Uh, interesting out for you. Uh, obviously, Junior Paulo for New South Wales, but Blake Ferguson has just been flat out dropped. Dylan Brown's returned. Hayes Dunster in, is it? Hayes Dunster's in, and Regan Campbell-Gillard is also in, along with Will Smith. And Waka Blake. Can I, who's the centre? Run the Waka Blake. See, you know what? That is not Blake Ferguson's fault. It's Waka Blake's fault. Mm. And as soon as Brad Arthur works it out, we'll be better off for it. Near Cora starting in the front row. Yeah, yeah. Number 10. We, I know. Look, he's he's versatile, but it's more important. I he, to me, bring in is Romero Greg playing? No, no. Bring him back. Put him in the front row. Anyway, well, he needed to drop Jacob Arthur, and he has. So oh, yeah. Jake Clifford's eighteenth man. Yep. Still got Kurt Man on the bench, and kind of what like and Jack Johns gets a. So Safidi, the only player that the Newcastle. Oh, and Ponga. Ponga, Ponga doesn't play anyway because Tex Hoyes. Well, Clemmer's out because he's been suspended, and Frizzell's out because he's injured. I'm picking Para. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll be picking. Where, where Parra are they? As well. Where are they fitting Jay Clifford in this year? Mate, Newcastle don't need any more injuries, and they've just gotten all suspensions, and they've just gotten more on top of you know losing yeah. Keith and yeah, they're losing all these injuries. Ponga. They've still got seven halves on there. Yeah, <laughs> well, in their twenty-one, they probably just yeah. Who's been playing 5-8 for him? Connor Watson. No. He's <laughs> Kurt Mann. Kurt Mann. Kurt Mann's not a half. He doesn't pass. Well, he played all right there. He played right 5-8 last year, but whatever. Guilty, we'll move it on uh, with the 3 2 ones. Yeah. Gagai. Gagai 3, Cody Walker 2, Matangi 1. Beauty. Colin Matangi. Colin Matangi. And Guilty's gladly wearing his Rabbitohs jersey, just like I did when I had to wear mine. Sucks. Game six, the fifth place Sydney Roosters defeat the fourteenth placed Canberra Raiders forty four to sixteen. Another second half fade out from the Canberra Raiders season go one win from the past eight games. The Roosters had no Victor Radley or Angus Crichton due to suspension. Sam Walker was a late withdrawal due to injury and replaced by Joey Manu in the halves, with Joseph Suwali gaining Joseph a reply on the wing. A try. With the, uh, yeah, Sawali so scoring. Just in case no one saw that or heard it or read it. Or he what? Well, he, scored, he scored a try. Yeah. yeah, look, 17 years old, scores a try in uh, his second game. I don't know if you heard about it, Clarkie. Um, <laughs> and uh, Josh Morris also returned from a injury layoff. For the Raiders, Josh Hodgson and Whiten returned from suspension with Rapana also returning from a hammy injury. Sam Williams replaced the England-bound and rival and most hated player, for James Hooper right now, George Williams. Boys, I'll start with this. Are we putting a line through Canberra now? Yeah, yeah. I said it two yeah. weeks ago. Like, so, so, like, like. Yeah. Let's get I said it two up. weeks ago. Let's get permanent marker yeah, now. They won't make the eight. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. They're not. They're not. They're not going to make. Mate, they're on the trajectory. If they continue to play like this and they don't, you know, find their, find their, find their feet, they're gonna. They're going to be. The biggest disappointment of the year. I mean, they're in the they're game. They're the biggest disappointment of the year now. No, but they could they could come back. You know what I mean? They're in the game till thirty minutes in as well, thirty five minutes in, and then they just they go. Oh, that's enough. Yeah, forty minutes. But in saying that, they're two points out of the eight. One I know, win. and they're fourteenth. Look, when we say we put a line through them, I'm saying there there's no chance they want anywhere near a grand final. Oh, they won't want the eight. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, look, with regards to that game. The last 40 minutes, Canberra don't, don't know what they're doing. They just give up. Yeah. And, and it's a lack of leadership. I mean, they've brought in um, Ryan... James. James. 
And even he got sent off for doing something silly on Wirra Hargraves where he threw that elbow. I don't know what he was thinking, no. you know. I thought, I picked Canberra because I thought, this will be a big game for them to bounce back in. And it surely wasn't. Yep. Sam Walker didn't even play. Didn't make a difference. Just Joey Manu took over and played oh. played awesome. How good was he? Do you know what? Look, in any other team, he doesn't play in the centres. He plays fullback or 5'8". Mm. Right. No, he's mad. 230 metres for James... Oh, James. Jared Wurray Hargraves. Yeah. He, he, he's been having some monster games. He played better than he's played all year, Takiyaho. Um, I thought Tupanua was, was solid as Tupanua well. plays plays good. Mate, it's going to be hard for Cordner to come back into that side. Like, who do you drop? Yeah. I thought Kieran played really well as well. And the bloke's dead eye with kicking as well. Oh, how good was his yeah. kicking game? Yeah. Well, look, we will. there's no games for either team next week. So we will get into the 3 2 ones. I uh, pretty much named them already. Joey Manu got three. Adam Kieran got... Got two. On Aaron Kieran, I remember last year he was playing centres for the Warriors and he was killing it. Mm. And I was hoping Parrot would buy him as a centre. Mm. And then he went to the Roosters and I was thinking, man, he's not even going to get a start there. And he's coming on now as a reserve hooker. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and we're a Hargroves, like you said, ran for 230 metres, he gets one point. Yeah. Game seven, boys. The 12th placed Cronulla Sharks defeat the 10th placed Gold Coast Titans 38-10. to 10. In what I'll describe as an ambush, the Sharks rallied at Coffs Harbour and blew the Gold Coast Titans off the park. Seriously. Like, I thought I thought it was a romping. For the Sharkies, there was no uh, Maween Hiroti, Josh Dugan or Teague Wilton. Ronaldo, Mulatalo, Sifa Talakai and Ramian replaced the trio. Sean Johnson made his return for his 200th game after a hamstring injury with Franklin Pelé making his debut from the bench in place of Andrew Feeder. For the Titans, Dave Fafita made his return after a two-week suspension with Ash Taylor dropped due to a hip injury. Like I said, I thought the, the Sharks played awesome. I thought Sean Johnson and Moylan were the maestros. They pulled the strings in place of who's a soon-to-be cowboy in Chad Townsend. Yep. Who probably doesn't deserve to get a reprise. Mate, you're not going to persist. Not, not with those two playing the way they played. Mate, we, we, we spoke about it. Like, you're not picking Chad Townsend. There's no benefit for their club. Yeah. Canberra's looking at a short-term fix with purchasing him or Milford as their quick fix for the year until they can find someone. Oh, I haven't heard that Also, oh, Canberra's asked for Chad Townsend for a as year. As well, yeah. That'd apparently. be a mad signing. That, that, I reckon that's smart. He's a smart signing. Yeah, because, but you know what'll happen? There's no way Cronulla should let him go. The reason being is those two halves are the most injury-prone halves in the entire NRL. Correct. There's no way you could let Just injury-prone? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, look, <laughs> I, thought, I thought bodies were moving in that game. Sure, like the, the the game plan they played rough and tough. Ramian had a blinder. I oh, thought SJ oh, had a blinder. Probably one of the best centers in the call. Anyway, <laughs> showed it in that game. Center of the year with uh, <laughs> Mo Fodawaka was the only forward, was the only forward to run over two hundred meters in a yeah, losing team. Killed it. Mm. He's awesome, and they'll miss him this week. Yes, yeah. obviously, wouldn't say he was a a bolter, but I think I don't think he was in. Every, well, he was. He I don't think he was in everyone's origin. Well, Herman SES, he was. Playing over him, he wasn't even getting the start in some games. As in, not even on the bench. Mm. So, I think uh, he's there. I think he's solidified his spot. Fodawaker was my 18th man, and you all went, nah, that's stupid. Ah, well, he's mine. Because <laughs> you're all stupid. Well, he's not 18th man, mate. Clark, he was in. Oh, he's not 18th man. He's in the team. Yeah, that's right. You he didn't even better. have him in there at all. Was so, he, what do you want me to tell you? Was he Clark, in my he was team? in your team. Oh, uh, wait, no, yours... I don't mean he was in my team. Yours yeah. says, I refuse to do it, because I don't... Yeah, about Queensland. Who's my bench? Tell me who my bench was. 
Your bench? Yeah. Oh, this would be good. AJ Brimson, Jai Arrow, Cohen Hess, Kurt Cape. Cohen Hess is in the squad. Hey, as long as... Uh, along Every with one Jarvis of those Bowen. blokes are in the squad. <laughs> along with Javid Bowen. Javid Bowen's the only one who's not. My Cohen Hess. Wow. I had Ben Hunt in mine. So, that's whatever. But, yeah, look. Going back to the Sharkies game. Everyone played the way they should be playing. And when they're on, the Sharks are on. And... They ambushed the Titans. I thought the Titans thought that, yeah, we've got Fafita back. Let's kick back a bit. I think they relied too much on Fafita when he's there. And Tino. Titans are way too... They're there. They're, Up and down. Yeah. And Do you know who's lucky to be holding on to his spot? Yeah. What's his name? The human mop. Oh, Kevin Proctor. Proctor oh, he's off contract as well. Uh, uh, mate. Not looking good. He might not. He might not get another contract. Titans will pick him up. Right. Might go the Bulldogs. And Ed from Fords. Can he play... <laughs> Can he play fullback wing? <laughs> Shut up, Dick. Center. Yeah. You ought to play centre a bit as well. <laughs> but not be a passing centre. <laughs> yeah. There's not much to say about this one, boys, other than the fact that the, the Sharkies were ten times better than the Titans. And to my surprise, they, they thrashed them. Yeah, well, the, Sharkies are off, but... Uh, yeah, got the bye. Um, yeah. Titans have the storm at Sunshine Coast. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, but the, the just... Titans are debuting two players. They've got Joseph Vuna <coughs> coming off the bench and Jaden Campbell, a 21-year-old fullback in replace of AJ Brimson. They've got raps on that Jaden yeah, Campbell. Yeah, they've been talking about him for a while. Yeah. I think I brought him up at the start. Like, you know when we were talking yeah. about new possible yeah, players? I'm pretty sure I brought him up. Mate, he's very, he's... very small. Yeah. Skinny boy. 80 kilo. Yeah, but looks fast as well. Oh, he'd be yeah. lightning quick. Yeah. We'll see how he goes, eh? Is he um, pre- pressing Campbell... Related to pressing game? Has to be. Yeah. No, he is. Definitely he is. is. Yeah, he yeah? is. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Clarky looks that up. Gildy, can you run us through our three two ones? Okay. Uh, Ramian three, Moylan two, and um, Sean Johnson one. But Mo Fodawick is very unlucky not to get points. Son of former Titan. There you go. There you go. Be more interested to watch that. He's my favourite player, favourite former Indigenous player. So, yeah. there you go. The final game of the round, boys. Game 8, the 11th-placed Newcastle Knights defeat the 6th-placed Manly Warringah Sea Eagles 18-10. to 10. A boil-over. It was 12-10 tw- until yeah. about two minutes to go. Yeah. Mate, this is, so. this, is, this is an upset. And I thought the Knights grinded all game to seal a very important victory, considering they've got a lot of players out. Newcastle, uh, Manly had no excuse. No. They had no excuse. They're going into that doing the tips. Not with the way they've been playing. We said 40 nil. I said 40 nil. Going into the tips, there was two easy games to pick, and that was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. The rest were all dead set 50-50. You only pick a Knights if you're a Newcastle supporter. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Manly, Josh Schuster was late scratching. Tavita Funa Mate, that's a massive scratching as well. It is, but still. What what, what was the issue? Some sort of injury? Yeah. Yeah, righto. Curtis Sirian returned after uh, a layoff with his injury. He was back. Uh, and the club also saw a short-lived debut for Ben Trebojevic. He came on with a minute 40 to go, took one rung and run and got knocked out. He ran hard. Yeah. Right but into his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, no, the, worst, the worst debut I've seen. One of the worst ones. I didn't, I didn't watch the game. I was at a wedding. Did he at least get on when Jake was on? We're all three of them on together. Yeah. I think so. They yeah. were. They're all on together. And you look back and in the background, all you see is Jake going... Rolling his eyes. Uh, uh, Look, for Newcastle, Kaelin Pong and Kurt Mann were out. They were replaced by Tex Hoy and Connor Watson, respectively. Phoenix Crossland partnered Watson in the halves after the retirement of Blake Green. Jake Clifford 
was seen at the game. So that's why I didn't think he played for Cowboys. I just thought he was there early. And Phoenix Crossland's been playing pretty good as well. And yeah. they've been earmarked him for a long time as a half, up and coming half. So where are they? It's weird. Uh, it is know. weird. But look. It is weird. Tommy Turbo did nothing in that game. And the Knights, look, to give him to give him some um, to give Manly some credit, the Knights had a lot of the ball. And I don't think it was their fault. They just knew how to grind the game out. They were playing. Yeah, it was a fourth battle. Yeah. And, and look, battle. the first half was fucking boring as I was watching. I watched the entire I game. I watched it as well. From minute one to minute eighty, and there's a billion. I had to watch it on Channel Nine. And there's a billion ads, and I was just like, ah, oh, Channel Nine. Guilty's favorite program. You know what you mean? Ko, mate, get Ko. I have Ko. Well, use Ko. I was no. I, was, <laughs> I, I had to use Nine, and but no internet. No, I, just had to, I had to use it. I'm not. I'm not telling you why. <laughs> <laughs> I had to watch Nine. Intrigued now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Look, I, 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 I was like, oh, look. The Knights will lose it at the 50, 60 minute mark, surely. And and even Manly's try, it was Jason Sub scoring a 95 metre try oh, off a shitty pass. Oh, he's quick. He's quick. And he looked like he didn't even no get one, it. No game. one even looked like he didn't No, nah, and he wasn't even trying. He nah. looked like he was trying. Nah, so, yeah. Anything to say about that say. game? Uh, look, other than the, other than the, um, the send off for, um, to, uh, to Powell. Other oh, than that, yeah. I thought, which was pretty crap. Because I thought, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of ten, tens and so forth that were pretty fair. We've already spoken about Funa jumping in the air and taking the player out, but um, and to Powell's one, yeah, to Powell's one's crazy. I don't understand how that's a send off. Uh, uh, you know, with what they'd already officiated, Ben Cummins did so. Look, next week, Knights have Eels in Newcastle. I think it'll be a close game, but Eels I, will win. I reckon it would have been close if. I reckon the Knights are probably favourites if there's no state of origin. But yeah. because the state of origin, all those Knights players are out. Look, the Eels need a bloody win in this game. They'll yeah, go 3 0. They'll go 0 from 3 if they, they will. They will. They do need to win. Yeah. But 3 2 1s, guilty. 3 please. 2 1s. Daniel Safidi and Dave Clemmer just kept taking the ball forward, and um, Jacob Safidi got, gets one point. Yeah, the Safidi boys. All right, boys, let's move on to the Silent Stories Bunker Review presented by the Rusty Penny Brewing Company. Boys, let's start with our usual Instagram fan poll results from last week. Our topics were, will Jonathan Thurston become an immortal? 83% said, yes, they would. Now, Gildy, before you blow up, yeah, it's all in the way he asked the question. Yeah. He said, will Jonathan Thurston be an immortal? Yeah, I think he will as well. Yeah. Because oh. you said last it's week. It's black and white. I reckon he shouldn't. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you know, I didn't say that. I don't think he shouldn't. I just think there are other players that should yeah, also the, be immortal. No, but I'm in agreement with you. Yeah. I almost I almost pressed no. Yeah, I no. think I might have actually pressed no. He's a yes. He's and gone yes. back. But it says, will he? Yeah, yeah. I he agree. Will I agree. Be, I agree. He, he should be, be an immortal. Like, should he be? If Mal, Ming, if Mal Ming is an immortal, he should definitely be an immortal. Anyway. The second topic was, should the Warriors... Be rewarded all home games in 2022. 79% of our listeners said yes. So we asked this question in the second week of our podcast's history. And 70% said yes. It's gone up nearly 10. Okay, good. Because when I clicked it, it was like 58. I'm like, who? No way. We don't want them to have our games. I don't understand. There's dirty New Zealanders. I don't understand. Seriously. The comp would have an asterisk next to it. Listen, 
They're not going to win anyway. Just let them play. <laughs> nah. Anyway. Anyway. Boys, the third and final topic. How beautiful is the Solon Stories brand new logo? 85% said they loved it. Yeah, the boys. Who's the 15? The 15 need to go. I know, I know someone on the Stop following. I know someone <laughs> on the 15. What? Yeah, I'm not going to say. <laughs> it's your mate, Ashley Deeks. Nah, nah, it's not. Oh, he's going to start. He's going to start. You'll love that. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even me, mate. Yeah. No, he, he loves it. Hey, Ash, I know you love the podcast, but you got to love the... Nah, logo too. It's not actually he doesn't like the ball. He said the ball is. Uh, he doesn't like that's maroon. I'm like, well, it, he did say that. Eighty-five <laughs> percent. So. That's pretty good. Yeah. You're in the lower fifteen, Ash. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Boys, moving on to this week's bunker review. As said earlier, we have three topics for today. Topic number one. After prosecutors dropped four sexual assault charges, the NRL registered the contract of Jack DeBellin. It's a bit heavy. Yeah. So, after a 968-day absence from Rugby League, he made a return to the field this past Saturday against the West Magpies in New South Wales Cup, coming off the bench for a 45-minute stint in their 26-18 loss. The question I have, boys, are we fans of the no-fault stand-down policy after seeing the conviction of one player and the exoneration of another in Jared Hayne and Jack DeBellin, respectively? You know um, we brought this up in one of our previous episodes. Yeah, we have. Which, which, but episode? which episode? The things have changed. Don't remember. But things have changed because we've we've had results. One being convicted, one not being convicted. I'll start with you, Clarky. Are you are you are you still a fan after seeing Hayne Hayne's verdict and and DeBellin's verdict? I think so because I think the rule that the the people who made this rule obviously don't understand how slow the legal system is. Mm. Like, I'm sure when whoever made this rule, Andrew Abdo or whatever, I'm sure they didn't understand that... Peter Beatty and Todd Greenberg. Is that who it was? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they didn't realise that it, it was going to take two and a half years to get a result. Mm. I'm sure they just saw... Because... What's his name? Dylan Walker obviously only took a couple of months. Tyra Mays took like a month and a half. All those ones I feel as though they're... And at the end of the day, obviously we don't want any of these incidences, Mm. but at the end of the day, they're the ones that are going to come up more often than not. Yeah. Obviously... Because for those that don't know, again, I'll reiterate, it's a crime that carries 11 plus years or... Domestic violence instances, instances involving women. I think That's it's anything. I, I think it's anything involving women. Because Tyra Mays was oh, Tyra Mays was filming. Oh, sorry, you're right. Yeah, sorry, I, I stand corrected. You're right. Any any crime involving a woman, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So why what just any, why is it any crime involving a woman? Why shouldn't it just be any crime? Why is it going to be involving a woman? It's a good question, so, Gilby. Would you say like it yeah. is a good question? Would you say you should be stood down for, you know, if you stole something from a shop? If it carries 11 years, no. But if it carries 11 years, if the crime carries a certain amount, yes. If if that's what they're doing. Okay. But their criteria is basically every crime at the end of the day. Yeah. 
Like every crime at a certain level. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. <clears throat> but uh, I think, well, as yeah. a general rule, I agree with it. I, and as much as it, as much as it sucks with Jack DeBellin, because at the time he was my favourite player, and at the time he was on the tr- he was on a very steep trajectory that was going to see him if he kept on that trajectory mm. as the best, in my opinion, was going to be the best back rower in the competition. And I would be shocked if he gets back to anywhere near that level mm. for something. But at the end of the day, I, I'd probably be more... I'd probably be in disagreement if at the end of the day it come back that he was... Guilty. He was found to be... No, no. If he was found to be not guilty, but the jury didn't know twice. Um, look, it's really hard because like, like Clarkie said, you, they don't understand how long... Like That's the best point. They, they don't, don't understand, understand how long it takes. Yeah. And I don't understand... I personally don't understand how long it takes. If, if, if it is... You know, like the New South Wales government's come out and said that they're so um, worried about domestic violence. If these are considered domestic violence instances, I don't know if they actually fit the criteria of domestic violence yeah. just because it's a woman. But if it is domestic violence, these things should be going straight before the court and being being sorted out yeah. ASAP instead of being dragged through. Yeah. Because not only is it just say for instance, um, Jack DeBellin. Well, we don't know. No, no, no one here was there. No one really knows except for the people there what happened. Right. Just say for instance, it was it was true. We've dragged this poor girl out for a long... Like, like, just like we've dragged Jack, uh, yeah. Jack the villain. Banana we've dragged this days. poor girl out as well, yeah. do you know what I mean, for all this time. And, and she's in the media constantly because it's Jack the villain. I just think that, you know, they, they've got to sort something out to make this move it a bit quicker, mm. you know. And if it is the police that's, that's extending it, that's a, that's a drama. Well, yeah, if it is. If it is yeah. The only other player I can think of that's on it at the moment is Manasi Fainu. Is that right? Is he the yeah, only player? Yeah. When's, what's going on with him? Oh, I don't know. That's again. It's the same principle of. But when is he well, on the court? Like, well, that's what. Yeah. That's what I mean. I think August. Last time I last time I checked. Yeah. But look, if if Jared Hayne, I'll, I'll bring this up. If Jared Hayne was contracted because he's not, yeah, and he wasn't, yeah, when this happened, if he was contracted, and the same result happens. Everyone's going, yeah, this rule's amazing. This is a great rule. I think they needed to have someone that copped it in in Hayne, and they needed someone to not cop it in DeBellin to see both sides, to have this argument that we're having now or discussion that we're having now. It's it's just the same. It's just a shame that DeBellin's... I'll say say one thing. for three years. I'll say one thing. That's the shit, shit go. It's a shit go. Poor but Jack. It, poor Jack. But but Jack did something he probably shouldn't have done anyway. Well, he's okay. placed himself in that position. So and he that's placed himself in position. Yeah. Just about to have a baby. Mm. Yeah, it's not. Went good. there for a reason. It's not a good look. No. Shouldn't 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 suffer what he suffered. Mm. Don't put yourself in that situation. No dramas. You're a first grade footballer who's yeah. possibly going to be playing for Australia. So yeah, no, I'm with you. It's yeah. it's it's just yeah the yeah. I I I ultimately. M4, the no-fault stand-down. I don't think DeBellin, if he tried to sue the NRL, would win anything because he tried to get the ruling thrown out through the federal court and they with, well, I, withheld I, it. So I wouldn't be surprised if upheld it, there, sorry. Is, there, is a, there is something that... No, he can probably I, sue, I don't know who he's going to sue. Probably I'm sue sure the cops he can sue or something. Because yeah. he's not winning anything from the NRL. I'll tell you that now. Yeah. That's my opinion. 
But anyway, we'll move it on, boys, to topic number two. Israel Folau has announced his intention to return to playing rugby league in Australia. And he made that announcement alongside Queensland MP Clive Palmer, the outspoken poop, with the Southport Tigers. So they're a club in the QRL's local Gold Coast competition. Palmer stated he would fight anybody who tried to block Folau's comeback bid. When questioned by the media regarding his controversial social media posts, Falau doubled down saying, I'll tell you what I do stand for. As a Christian, I stand by the Bible and what the Bible says. Every written, written word in the book, I stand by that. I believe what the Bible says. I didn't write the Bible. That is God's written word, and I believe that wholeheartedly. Well, he's an idiot if he thinks that. Yeah. Because there's multiple versions of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Which anyway, Bible? Falau has not played rugby league since walking out on the Catalans Dragons in a Super League earlier in 2021. Now, the Catalans Dragons are considering legal action against him as they have as they have Falau contracted still. How does it work with regards to internet? Look, that's a different country. So how they're still that contracted. Work? Okay, but does that mean that we, an Australian club, can't contract him because he's contracted over there? Well, well the QRL have released a statement saying, we will sign you, Israel. We will sign you, but you need to be released from your contract because that's illegal. I don't think the Cura will want to sign him and that's and just probably something that's just fallen in their favour. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <clears throat> Look, <laughs> Falau's itching to come back, obviously holding a press conference with Clive Palmer. It was very bizarre. Yeah. Very and... Strange. Tony Williams, the New York Freedom and Windsor Wolves discard, wants to sign with Falau of with the does. club. You was, know, he Clive played, pa- was he playing at Windsor? Yeah. yeah, he was. Third div. Look, Clive Palmer... <laughs> crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> Mate, Clive Palmer is paying Falau to play for an amateur club. He's paying him 250 grand. Clive Palmer. Yeah, there's got to be some. There's got to be some either political... Or, or uh, religious spin on it that Clive's doing. I mean, why would he? Why would he get involved out otherwise? Well, mate, look, the Q- it's not like he's mates with Israel. Do you know what I mean? Look, like before he left, probably come back. Well, look, the QRL have said, like I said, you might yeah. be right, guilty, but they've said we're not signing you unless you get you get a release. Clive Palmer's gone. No, I'm suing for for discrimination. He said that, but is he suing yet? We don't even know. No, that's exactly right. Do you know what I mean? And look, the Catalans Dragons have come out and said. They want a transfer fee for Falau because how he's much breaking. They want? Well, he's breaking contract. Yep. I don't know how much they're signing, but look, they're offended because they said we were the only club last year to sign you. And they're right. well. and they copped a lot. And of heat we too. copped a lot of shit, yeah. and you're shitting on us. So you know what? They're doing better without him. They've won. They've lost one game this year, right? They've only lost one. Yeah. Who cares? What they could do with him, though? Who cares? Yeah. Well, look, boys. The question I have: If you were a rugby league club. Would you take a punt on Israel Folau? Because you can sign him. Yeah. He's not, good, he's not good enough. No. But I think he, if he was good enough, he should be able to play. You would sign him? If he was good enough. You're saying, you're saying the only reason why you're not signing him is because he's not good enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'd sign him with the baggage of, of all this shit that's happening. Um, I, I think there's players in the NRL who have done far worse than what he's done. So absolutely, 100%, I would sign him if he was good enough. Clarky? Yeah, which club am I at, though? You're at your own club. <laughs> An NRL club. You're at Souths? 
And uh, all the centres have gone down. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't. But if you're at South, no, you don't sign him. But if you're at a club that's more there. We can't put the Bulldogs with every back in the world. <laughs> That's say, another set of wing of fullback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The St. George Illawarra Dragons were going to sign him yeah. and they got scared. No, no, Dragons, it. Bulldogs. You're the Dragons. Dragons, yes. Bulldogs, Dogs. Dragons, Bulldogs. Yeah, Broncos, Tigers. Yeah. If you're, the ti- if you're the Titans, maybe. If I, don't see, I don't see the whole, he's not good enough. I don't Look, I think he is. Look, I, don't, I just I don't think know everyone's scared. He, he hasn't been around for a while. You're never mm. as good when you come back. Yeah, look. I, I don't think he should be um, excluded just because he's um, made a stupid, and we have spoken about this part, a stupid post about some archaic views yeah. that apparently the Bible has in there. From, he's a git. You know, BC. Yeah, he's <laughs> but, a git, and we're giving him a platform, and we shouldn't do that. That's 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 the issue, you know. Who cares what he says? So, the issue was he said it twice. Yeah, so... Because he won. He, he, he won. won. He, won a, he beat the rugby union. You know, he won a seven-figure <laughs> sum right, from, right. from union. Bloody rugby union. What are they doing? Oh, man. I don't want to get into rugby. Yeah. They had to get a loan out to pay that. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> Did they really? I don't yeah. know. Probably. Yeah, no, no, no. Have they got him? They're struggling. Like, they're getting loans from World Rugby to <sighs> stay afloat. It's bad. It's bad here. But, look. Shouldn't be a professional game, mate. <laughs> should be semi-pro at best. <laughs> yeah, look. Taken away from his archaic views, there are players, I agree with you, Guilty, that have done a lot worse. But... Does he get sacked if he makes another post like that with your club? Is this another question? No, yeah. no. Because he's got every right to say whatever he wants. Yeah. I don't think it's a big drama. I think, honestly, this is cancel culture gone mad. Mm. Don't give him... I don't agree with it, but don't give him the... Yeah, none of us agree with don't, it. Don't give him the platform. Well, he's got the platform. He I can use want. Instagram when he wants. He can use yeah. Facebook well, when he wants. Mate, and, and let, let, you know what the problem is. It's your is. brand. Yeah, but you know what the problem is. The problem is the um, the people, the reporters that go to him and go, "Give us a quote, Israel. Give us a quote from the Bible," and he gives them something like like he's just done. Hmm. That's the issue. Yeah. Clarky, I don't think you Would can you... put a gag order on anyone. I don't think you're allowed no. to. Well, you probably could. What What happens? What, you probably have a con- in the contract. It's like. What would you, you do if if he if he went? You know what? You're not allowed to be on social media. Oh, I don't know if you're allowed to do that. What would you do if he if he you signed him? Freedom of speech. In and this then country. a month later he goes, you know what? I'm reposting that, and I'm gonna say I did this on purpose. Do you know what you do? If if you really needed him, you'd sign him for a year. He does that. He plays reserve grade for the rest of the year, and then you boot him. It's easy. It's so well, easy. I don't know what the issue the is. The whole point of signing him is to get him in your first grade side. Yeah, but that's true. But if he's using you as a platform for his church or mm. whatever he's doing, mm. you, you've got to you've got to you've got to play it safe. Yeah. I think you have in his contract enough safeguards that if he does do anything stupid, you can sack him. I'm with you, boys. The final topic. Oh, can't wait for this one. Jason Saab a few weeks ago stated he wanted the NRL to hold a 100-metre rugby league sprint showdown to declare the NRL's fastest man once and for all. This past Sunday, he made a 95-metre break or 90-metre break to score a try and look like he was in second gear, which reignited the calls for a race from the commentary team on Channel 9. The question I have, should this... This is the first question of a two-parter. Do you agree with what Jason Saab has said? Would you want to see that? Yes. Absolutely. There's a few issues, though. What are the issues? What when do you host it? At the end of the year. The After the grand final. Yeah, or on, on grand final day. We can't. 
Well, the issue with the on green final day is, is you could what have happens if it's Pan- Panthers Melbourne. Yeah, you could have played. And then there's in no Fox or Charlie Stones. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you have it the day after or a week after. See, I don't think it's, 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 it's don't a great question. Cares, then, it is a great question because do you do it at Magic Weekend? Probably not because you could get injured. If you get injured in that 100 meter race. Why, why are people getting injured during a 100 meter sprint? That's why they should just hold it. Greg Inglis did. So Tom Trebojevich. (laughs) Just sprinting down Manly. Ooh, I slept in a shower. (laughs) Look, ideally, take that out. I would have it at Magic Weekend when everyone's there. You know, you do it in front of them. I'd have 10 players and you could have it sponsored, make more money out of that. You could go to charity. You know, a lot of shit you 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 could market this well. If we were American... In America, we would be. This would be a thing already. Ten players, guilty, Clarky. Mm. These are the ten players that I can think of. If you have any more, if you have any more, we're going to throw them in the race. All right. So, Jason Saab, Josh Adokar, the Hammer, Phil Sammy, Xavier Coates, Tommy Turbo, Alex Johnston, RTS. Kalen Ponga, AJ Brimson. Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh. Yeah. There you go. There's 11. Did you say Charlie Staines? No, I didn't say Staines. Well, there you go. Staines. Definitely. There you go. There's 12. Let's leave it at 12. Yeah. Mate, that would be something to, to behold. Watching a 100 meter race of those NRL players of that caliber. Do you reckon it should be shorter, a bit more sports specific? No, 100 meter race is exciting as. It is exciting. Yeah. But to be more sports specific, I reckon like. 40 would be better. Nah. How, 40? No, I don't know. It's like four seconds. <laughs> no. no. I want a good 10-second race. Because you want to know who the fastest is. Yeah, 100 metres. Yeah. Yeah. Fastest over in an Olympic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's my sub-question. The Fox doesn't win. Yeah. Who do you think going to win? Not yeah, the Fox. You know, I reckon the Fox would be close. I, I don't think he's... I mean, the Fox over 40 kills it. Man, the Fox just looks... He just moves... Further ahead as he as he's running. Who are you saying? Because he is he's he's lightning off the mark, Fox. But he wouldn't be too slow. Who's the current 40. fastest? Who's clocked at the? It's Xavier Coates, isn't it? It's a, it's out of car. It's out of car, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but okay. over that's just. Well, that's like that that buddy, you know, wearing the vest. Fox tracker. Yeah, yeah, the tracker. So what we don't know. The fox tracker. <laughs> hey, we don't know. Jay, yeah. Tell us the tracker. Uh, that's right. Hey, Jack Hetherington is in that bloody echelon. He's of, fast. Yeah, <laughs> he's running up to bash someone in the head. Yeah, come on, we'll move down to the centres. Oh, sure. maybe because we haven't got any. <laughs> Guilty, you you reckon Josh Adokar? Mate, um, the hammer. I, you reckon the hammer. hammer? I reckon the hammer's the fastest. Clarky, the hammer glides. I d- Saab well, glides too, but the hammer. I'm just gonna go. I would be barracking for the fox just because I love him. No, what? Why the fox? Why do you love him? I said it last week. He's my favourite Indigenous player. Is that the only reason why you're picking him? Yeah. So you said Josh Adokar? Even though 30 seconds ago I said he wouldn't win. But yeah, you did. So who do you want then? No, who, who plays Old Sagal Touch? So RTS. <laughs> I don't care about touch football. It won't be RTS, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> he's, got a, he's 12. You know what? RTS, uh, Brimson, Ponga. That's not... This, that's not they're no, not, they're, they're not. They're not going to win that. There'd be people... There'd be people because it's over a hundred, I'm yeah. picking Saab. Yeah, so you reckon Saab? Yep. Better than the hammer? Yep, over a hundred, yeah. Just because he's got a longer he's taller, oh. longer stride. That's a massive advantage. Do you know the thing is like a smaller bloke gets out quicker and then Saab maybe runs him down, but it's just 
you know what I mean? It's it's that hundred meters. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like correct the mundo. Well, boys, we will leave it at that. Just a reminder for our listeners, this Sunday we will be releasing our first interview with West Ashfield COO David Walsh, so be sure to check that out. Next week, we'll be giving our MVP predictions for each club at the midpoint of the season. We'll also take a look at our predictions made in the Crystal Ball episodes at the start of the season, so be sure to check that out. Thanks for coming on again. Clarky, guilty, always a pleasure, never a chore. Also, a big thank you to our sponsor, Rusty Penny Brewing Company, and to everyone tuning in to episode 19 of The Sideline Story. That's a wrap from us here at The Cottage. And Loretta. (laughs) 